Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. show. Today is Tuesday, August 17th, and we have back with us again all the way from Sweden. At 2 a.m. in the morning over in Sweden time, we've got Peter Kulin, and we're going to be talking about demons love the new age. And uh, as I mentioned in last night's show, uh, we got approved on iTunes, so many are saying, how can I download the Omega Man program? You can go over to iTunes, you can subscribe for free, plug in your iPod, and boom, it'll go right down into your uh, MP3 player. Take it with you. We're also going to set up a site, probably over at drop.io, which allows for uh, downloads. So I'm working on that as we speak. So uh, I want to thank you for tuning back in. Uh, Appreciate you spreading the word. Uh, We're going to have some great programs uh, every night. Typically, I broadcast 8 to 10 p.m. Monday through Sunday. And uh, to accommodate some extra guests, we'll go also 11 to 1 some nights. So we've got a couple of those uh, back-to-back double features for you this week. Okay, let us go to the lines. And uh, speaking of lines, tonight if you have a question, got a comment, you need prayer, you need deliverance, you want to share a testimony, we will open up the lines in the second hour. It's going to be 917-889-2745. Peter Kulin from Sweden, how are you, my friend? Shalom, my brother. Doing, doing good. Or as you say in Sweden, hello, hello. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> I hope your uh, coffee cup is uh, full. I've got some uh, Colombian coffee I made here. I'm trying to stay away from Star Sucks at uh, $4 a cup, so um, here we go. So uh, how was your day today? Uh, very good. Uh was... Um Finishing up the bathroom, I do some handy work to help a brother here. 
raining all day, and uh, Tom had a nice uh, vegetable dinner, and uh, had a good day. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I got a haircut yesterday. I feel good today. Um, working on some various projects, but uh, all in all, I'm doing pretty good. Um, with the exception, I have a lighting issue here where I'm working in my office. Uh, I just can't get the lights right. Either I have them on too bright, or if I uh, change the bulb, it's too low. So I don't know. I've been kind of working in the semi-dark today. <laughs> so i got to play around with that. Maybe I have to go to some soft white bulbs. At any rate, um, we had a great program last night. And folks, for those of you tuning in, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Peter Kulin on, and uh, we're going to be talking about Demons Love the New Age. So, Peter, uh, where shall we begin? I don't know if it's just uh, on this side, but your microphone, uh, the sound is a little bit blurry. So um, I hope that for everyone's all right, maybe if you're hearing the same uh, interference, just type it in so um, Shannon gets a little feedback. In fact, uh, I'm, uh, I'm hearing a little bit of a delay from your end, and uh, you're calling in on Skype tonight. Is that right? That's right. Folks, you never know what you're going to get with a live broadcast, and sometimes we have some technical difficulties. Uh, Peter, why don't we do this? Go ahead and disengage from Skype and dial back in, and let's see if that will uh, reset the connection. Yeah, all right. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, Peter is going to be dialing back in, and while he does, uh, Wynn Worley has a few words for you. God is calling a people to war, all-out war, a war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains, attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. That was Wynn Morley, one of the greatest uh, deliverance pioneers of all time. Wrote more books on the deliverance subject than probably any man or woman uh, in history. But uh, Dr. Pat Holliday is uh, close on his heels. She's a prolific writer in her own right, and uh, got some great material over there at uh, Miracle Internet Church and uh, patholiday.com. Okay, I think we've got Peter back on. Let's check it out. Peter, let's try this again. How am I coming hey, through now? Way this is way better. Okay, super. Well, you know, uh, John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. Uh, Adam Curry used to be the MTV VJ. Now, I don't know how old some of you listeners are, but, uh, you know, the Omega Man is uh, will be 41 on his birthday, so I was probably 18 when I used to watch MTV way back in the day, and that's when Adam Curry was on the air. Um, they call him the father of podcasting, incidentally. But uh, the reason I mention him is uh, him and John C. Dvorak, uh, which is a uh, you know a famous computer writer uh, celebrity. They do a show, and it's entirely using Skype technology. So you know uh, it's a great program, and they've got some great. Um, uh, quality when they do the show, but once in a while, even their uh, connection will start to break up and they'll have to uh, dial back in. So that's just the way it is sometimes when we're using the Internet. We don't have access to the super Internet, unfortunately, which the elite uh, have been using for a while. So um, where shall we begin? Actually, we have super Internet. We're connected uh, through the spirit and uh, let's not forget that uh, <laughs> this, all this uh, Egyptian stuff is, um, is not the real stuff. We got the superior technology. And um, the apostle, they had um, 
MMS and SMS and text messages and uh, super internet. They just didn't need any hardware for it. So um, I believe, um, yeah, let's start in prayer. Father, I'm calling um, your messengers uh, right, right now uh, to re to uh, your people, to the call and chosen ones, um, truth that uh, your kingdom uh, be established and uh, fall down into place, that it uh, be here as it is up there. And um, I praise your name over this entire show, and uh, I bow down to you, and um, I ask you to be the host of this show. Amen. Amen. And uh, Father God, I'm in agreement with Peter, and we go ahead and we bind all the demonic forces that would try to disrupt the broadcast, affect the quality, even to get us knocked off the Internet, as, hap as has happened before. We bind the spirits of Bozy. We bind all these foul spirits. We command you to loose yourself from this connection tonight in the name of Jesus. And God, I'm asking that you would loose your warrior angels down over all the listeners tonight for the protection. Put a hedge of protection around people. Of course, with Zechariah 2 and 5, we apply the blood of Jesus to this connection and to this broadcast, God. And let it not be the words that we want to speak, but the words that you want to have go forth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Peter. Uh, so the... Tonight's broadcast, uh, you have entitled, Demons Love the New Age. Why do they love the New Age? Um, because the New Age is the old age. It's the same old stuff. Um, I remember we were talking uh, just last night about uh, the first human sacrifice um, that happened on this planet. You remember? The first human sacrifice. Uh, are you talking when uh, Cain slew his brother Abel? That's right. That was the first uh, innocent blood shed on um, on this ground here. And uh, we were talking also that all these um, rituals, all the um, evil deeds, they give power to um, to the Prince of Darkness. And um, on all of these um, locations, either the occult uh, worship um, centers is, is erected. And um, you can find confirmation in, throughout the history of the world. And uh, actually what we see with our eyes is just um, the visible background maybe for actually the spiritual uh, truth. If you remember um, that some people in the Bible could see um, the spiritual world and uh, to others that uh, was given uh, like a veil so that they couldn't see it. And um, that veil uh, was removed. Uh, you know what situation I'm talking about? When uh, the, the actual veil was lifted, probably when um, Adam and Eve were kicked out of the garden. No, I'm saying um, there's a spiritual world. Um, if you could see that um, actually angels are walking uh, with us here, and there is um, warrior angels, and um, there is messengers, and the, um, all the uh, forces of, of heaven, and also the, the, the princes of the air, you could all see them if you had spiritual eyes, and some people can. Oh, and absolutely, right. Will, yeah. Right. 
You're talking about the uh, the veil into the spirit, and uh, you know a lot of the folks that uh, have uh, dabbled in the cult. There's some probably listening that are in the occult. Uh, they actually are able to uh, see into the spirit in many cases uh, because the hedge of protection has been broken. And you know it was not God's intent for us to look into the spirit. Now it doesn't mean that uh, God doesn't uh, even allow believers to see angels on occasion, but uh, you know just to be in that spirit world all the time, uh, that wasn't the intent, um, to my understanding, okay, since uh, the fall of Adam. So, you know, if you're seeing these things, uh, that's an indication that, uh, you know, you're uh, susceptible to some major attack. And uh, you've got to test all the spirits. Some of these messengers will come as uh, masquerading as angels of light and will try to deceive you, say they were sent by God. Uh, you know, be very careful where you could go down the road of um, Joseph Smith and Mormonism. Uh, Peter? Yeah, I'm saying that um, I want to just start with saying that the New Age is uh, based and founded on the f fundaments of the very old um, sun worship of Babylon. Basically, that's the origin of all religion. And I'm not calling Christianity or the God it's not. Um, but basically, um, new, the New Age is the same belief system. It's a little um, refabricated, it's um, refurbished, and it comes in very um, varieties. It comes in lemon and in strawberry. And, uh, what in, about uh, chocolate? <laughs> yeah, if you like chocolate, we got that too. Yes, by chocolate. And we got the... We got the pure white stuff and uh, uh, the rosy yellow stuff, but uh, be not deceived because if you would examine the teachings of New Age like I did, and I learned the hard way because up till um, my age of 30 years I was involved and I was following this religion. Um, it can be traced back to sun worship and um, all the um, deities of New Age and all the powers that are uh, used to achieve, um, let's say, bliss when you meditate or when you're calling out a mantra. That is, calling out devil, uh, devil's names. Uh, nobody will tell you this if you're a practitioner, for example, of transcendental meditation like I was. I was giving a mantra, and uh, I even paid money for it. And um, I was giving this word that I was to repeat uh, silently in my head every morning and every evening for 20 minutes. And I was not to reveal that, world, uh, that word uh, to anybody because it had special powers. Um, when I was with Christ later, I found out there's only 12 different... Uh, mantra and they're all demon names they're they're names of um hindu god so that quite a deception thinking you're uh, sitting in the morning for 20 minutes and um that word is supposed to help you uh, find inner peace or lose yourself so that you can forget about everything and we're going to talk about that um approach of happiness tonight also 
But uh, basically, I was sitting down and calling out uh, for this demon every day. And I did it for two years, I guess, a little longer than two years. And uh, I can tell you they came. <laughs> and they made, uh, they made my life a hell, I can tell you. I mean, I've shared my testimony before. Um, when you say they came, um, what actually uh, did you see or experience? Well, they didn't show up with their faces. They wouldn't introduce uh, themselves or talk to me, but um, if you're in a mental uh, institution and you have psychosis and you have higher revelations and aliens are chasing you and you're getting crucified and you're not your own uh, boss anymore and you're in and out of, um, of the clinic for... Uh, many years, and you can't keep a job without medication, and you can't um, work with heavy medication, and um, you're flipping around the globe for years like a ping pong, because uh, you think you need to go to India, and then you think you need to go to see the uh, the Mayan, Mayan ruins, and then you think you need to go and party in uh, on Ibiza, and. Uh, that's what demons do to your life. They, they're, they're having you. They're keeping you captive in something. For some people, it's um, going to the bars, and for other people, it's traveling the world. And for some people, it's sitting and, and meditating, and for others, it's yoga or uh, some other form. Basically, um, they're skilled deceivers. And they'll find out what you like, and they'll find out um, how they can get you, if they can get you with pride or if they can get you uh, with greed, because um, to them, uh, we are also um, like a spiritual body, or let's say when they look into our world, they can see right through you, through your head. They can read your mind. Uh, they know your thoughts. And they can even uh, place their own thoughts into your head. And if you're not sanctified through the blood of Jesus, you won't even have a clue if that was your thought or if that was uh, a planted thought of a, of a demon. And you're actually believing that uh, the revelations that you're getting when you, when you do these uh, practices, that those are... That, that, that this is yourself, that um, you are being, um, that you experience actually a revelation, right? Whereas um, in reality, it's just demons um, putting putting some stuff in your mind that make that make you um, feel special. Or I can remember um, I had delusions that I would understand. Uh, it's it's difficult to explain. It's um, the whole thing is pretty much a deception, right? But um, these uh, spirits are super intelligent. So they will feed you information and they will build you a construct. If you look into the esoteric teachings, it, it looks all uh, complicated, but if you um, practice those, it actually makes sense because super intelligent beings do is they they have the truth they have the knowledge of good and evil but um, they will um, deform it they will um, 
corrupted and they'll give you enough truth in their esoteric teachings that you are hooked and that you think you're making a good deal because you're getting super healthy or super flexible. You look like uh, a young god, you know, you, uh, you're strong, you're, um, you have all these abilities to um, look into people's lives and, and if you're, like, I uh, practice astrology, reading, um, reading about people's birth uh, charts and um, looking into their positions of the stars, how they were standing, and um, there's many other forms of how you can have people's lives using these uh, New Age techniques. Basically, what uh, the devil is doing He's uh, feeding you pride because the message is you are special, you are a light worker, you, um, you are like God a little bit, and I can teach you more. And um, what you also do is you deceive everybody that you're working with. Um, I had um, maybe 15 years in, the, in this religion. I tried so many different things. And I can honestly say that it almost killed me. And uh, know that uh, the same story um, I heard over and over from people who finally were relieved from all their um, persecutions, from trials and judgments um, when they finally made peace with God. And uh, that's why I'm actually um, on your radio chat because. Um, there are some instruments that we need to look at um, that are necessary to be uh, free and delivered from those curses and from those ties. And there's probably, even if you're in church, there's probably people around you that, yes, they have been born uh, from above with a new spirit, but they probably have uh, still some, um, how would I say this? They have some connections that need to be cut to their past. They have um, been engaged, or their husband or wives or their fathers. Um, they have been engaged, or they have been. Uh, they were participants in um, in the occult, and um, that is something we're going to speak about today. And also, uh, maybe in the second hour, we'll speak about the invasion of the um, New Age techniques into the church. I'm going to talk uh, about Kundalini and um, other, um, other techniques or other programs, how the devil is trying today to convince your pastor that uh, this is a good idea, like positive thinking, um, reassurance and confirmation, speaking good things. Um, it sounds biblical, repeating positive thoughts, but uh, it's not. Show me where it is in the Bible, and uh, you can't. And then somebody says, well, we can use this little verse here, and say, no, you cannot. It's, it's not biblical. And when you come out of the New Age like I am, I see this stuff right away, because that, that's what I was practicing uh, 20 years ago when I was uh, in, in the New Age. They do the same things. They pay money to um, learn and um, 
they buy stacks of books to read about it, and now um, you go to the church, and they're doing the same thing. Shannon? Absolutely. Peter, this is a good stopping point. Um, I'm getting reports that uh, you're coming through muffled. I think we're having a, uh, a bandwidth issue tonight. So, Peter, what I'd like to do is I'm going to go to a quick break. Try rebooting your system, and if you have any uh, additional programs running that could be stealing the bandwidth, shut them down. Um, that's the best we can do, and then call back in. Um, folks, uh, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got special guest on tonight, Peter Kuhlman from Sweden. And I have to thank Peter for making the uh, effort to uh, call in tonight. Uh, it is six hours ahead, so you know here on the the East Coast, let's see, we're talking two thirty in the morning. Praise God that uh, Peter's still awake over there. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not particularly a night owl. I, I'll, I can make it till about three a.m. and then uh, I start to fade. And uh, so he's going to reboot and uh, call back in. Yeah, I, I remember the days I used to uh, work for the uh, Department of Defense. I worked for them for about six and a half years, and. Uh, I had a uh, a new family at the time, had a little baby, had just been born, and I needed extra money, so I would uh, work part-time in security. And uh, sp- speaking of late-night schedules, uh, that was always the shift I would get. They would give me a job like midnight uh, to 8 a.m. So, you know, I would come off uh, the government job maybe about 4.30, um, have a few hour break, you know, have dinner, and then I'm starting to get tired, you know. Uh, I certainly don't want to go back to work, but lo and behold, I'd have to put on the uniform and go, and I'd get up there, and uh, I'd make it a few hours. And then uh, it was time to crank the coffee up. And, you know, there comes a point in time where even coffee doesn't work, so I would literally have to go and stand myself against the wall sometimes. (laughs) It was bad. Thank God that I'm not doing the night shift anymore. But uh, these days, I don't know. Sometimes we do these double shows. Sometimes it is the wee hours of the morning before I go to bed. But uh, if you're just tuning in again, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We're going to have Peter Kuhn back on, picking up where we left off, talking about demons, love the new age. And uh, we've got several great guests lined up for you, even this week. Uh, We're going to have Peter on for one more show tomorrow, and that will complete the three programs that we wanted to do this week together. We're going to have uh, William Lau on this week doing the Elijah Challenge Training Part 2. Prophet Scott Lathrop of Soul Bait Ministries will be on this week. We're going to have uh, Reverend Steve Bell from Key Ministries talking about the importance of names on Friday. And uh, he'll be sharing how God gave him his new name, just like you know Saul was given the name Paul. Uh, and you know it says in the Word that uh, Jesus will hand us all a white stone with our name engraved on it, and only he and I, us will know what that name is. Uh, you know, we'll all get a new name when we make it to heaven. That'll be interesting. Uh, apparently, Steve got his a little bit early. And so uh, the Lord's putting something on his heart about the importance of names, and he's working on a book, so I'm going to have him come on to talk about that. Uh, he was a, uh, a protege of um, the late Frank Hammond, Pigs in the Parlor. Also, uh, good friends with Wynn Worley. Uh, so he'll be on this week. Uh, we've got... Uh, a number of great shows lined up for you. I'm going to have Zoe Mortal on Friday night, giving his testimony. And uh, several more guests, so we're excited about it. You know, I figured I needed probably to go ahead and establish uh, a fixed time so people can know what to expect. And so uh, 
God be the glory, and uh, as he permits, I'm going to try to be doing a program every night from 8 to 10, of course, uh, and open up some uh, lines for your calls. I spoke to um, a friend today, Rich Keller, Watchman Radio. We've been discussing uh, pulling together and uh, ramping up some uh, deliverance meetings in the New York area, bring in uh, Charles Holtzhauser, uh Joseph Jasinski, and um, maybe even try to get Bob Larson to come in if he would be interested. You know, uh, that's what's lacking, folks, is actual real hands-on ministry. And so um, we would like to uh, get this going up in the uh, New York area. I would also like to mention um, what's going on with my brothers in the Lord, Mike and Jeff Beavers in Kentucky, the Prophet Brothers. Uh, we'll have them back on hopefully in a few days. It's always a pleasure, and the power of God always moves when I get them on the program. Uh, they have uh, started a, uh, a monthly meeting down in the Kentucky area where they'll have deliverance, healing, uh, evangelism, ministry, and uh, we're going to be posting some dates as uh, they make those known. You know, so it's, uh, it's actual hands-on ministry, folks, is what we need so badly. It's one thing to get on the, the radio and, and uh, you know, interview a guest, but as we're talking about it today, people need some hands-on ministry. And so praise God um, for the people out there that are willing to obey and move forward and uh, get out there and organize some meetings. We need them, we need them very, very badly. So we are waiting on uh, Peter, and in the meantime, I want to share a word. It's actually uh, uh, came last night after the uh, the three-hour program we did. Peter and I were talking, and uh, God gave a word. And uh, it's a right-now word, and I'm going to read out of uh, Numbers 33. And uh, Numbers 33, starting with verse 50, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. And ye shall divide the land by lot for an inheritance among your families, and to the more ye shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer ye shall give the less inheritance. Every man's inheritance shall be in the place where his lot falleth. According to the tribes of your fathers ye shall inherit. But if ye will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from, from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes." and thorns in your sides, and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. Now, this was a word that uh, God gave to Moses for the children of Israel at the time, that uh, he was going to send them into a territory, and that when they were to go in, they were to uh, you know, take it, take it by force, uh, occupy. And this was... Uh, the land of uh, Canaan that God had given to the uh, children of Israel. And so um, that's what God commanded them to do. And as you know, uh, the word talks about they would go into the land and they would encounter giants and they would have, uh, you know, Philistines and, uh, you know, different uh, enemies. And uh, God would tell them to go ahead and possess this land. And uh, so as Peter and I were talking about last night, you know, this is a word uh, for today as well. 
you know, a lot of prophecy has dual, dual even triple fulfillment. And, uh, you know, this is a word of warning to people that get into the ministry and then decide, you know, put their shoulder to the plow and then look back. You know, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. When you get involved in ministry, you're to push all the way through. And, yeah, there's going to be challenges, and there's going to be hurdles to overcome. And sometimes you're going to have to march around the wall of Jericho seven times and blow a horn and, you know, watch and wait for the power of God to hit and knock down the walls so you can get in. But um, this uh, is of special importance to me and uh, others who would like to get in the deliverance ministry. God will send you into territory to occupy uh, land that Satan and his host of hell have occupied for quite a long time. And uh, they'll actually come in and they'll occupy fiscal territory people, as uh, Peter and I are about to discuss. And they come in through New Age doorways and portals. And, you know, you'll be doing yoga one day and uh, think, you, you know, you're in a, um, a physical fitness class just to get in better shape. The next thing, crazy things start to happen to you. Before you know it, um, you've got uh, compulsive behavior. Um, things are being turned upside down in your life. And what you don't know is that you just picked up a Kundalini demon. And so um, God is calling people, men and women, to pick up the sword, sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, to go out there and learn about deliverance. Okay, to move forward in, in the, the calling that Jesus called all believers into, to cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, speak in new tongues, and um, start setting the captives free. You know, you are the proxy for Jesus Christ down here on earth until he returns, you and I. Uh, he has given us the power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And so uh, we are to go into the enemy territory, okay, reclaim people for Christ, cast out demons, expel them, okay, from maybe places they've been held up in for decades. Could you imagine someone having a demon they've carried around for 50 or 60 years? God forbid, but it, it's the truth. Uh, cast these things out and uh, take back territory for Christ. And... Uh, if you get into it, uh, you don't want to back down because the demons will not relent. They will uh, continue to come after you, and uh, there'll be, as it says here, you know, a thorn in your side. There'll be uh, there'll be a big trouble. It says a thorn in your sides. It'll be a prick in your eye, and you don't want to get God angry, okay? Because when God tells you to do something, we we have no option but to be obedient. If we're not obedient, then we're a rebellious child. And heaven forbid that we get God angry, and then it says, uh, more of it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. So, uh, Peter, I was just sharing a word that the Lord gave uh, last night to you, uh, for myself and for others. Um, and, you know, that's a powerful word, and it really fits in with what we're talking about tonight, because we need to imp become empowered through the Word of God and go out there and help uh, liberate some people that are in enemy territory, you know, that the, uh, the Satan has captured them, and, you know, he's the fowler. He's caught the wild birds, put them in the cages, and we need to get in there and spring them open in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, how's the connection coming through now, Peter? I hear you loud and clear, brother. Okay, you're coming through super clear now. Um, it's not any fault of Peter's. Uh, we have bandwidth issues all the time around the world, so uh, that's all right. We're in a live program here. We've got plenty of time to carry on. So, brother, uh, let me throw it back over to you. All right. Where did we leave off? <laughs> we were, you were sharing some of your testimony about uh, how you had opened up some gateways, and uh, it put you into a spiral, even to the point where 
uh, you actually uh, went into an institution for a period of time. And uh, right. I, wanted, it's, um, I wanted to ask you, you know, a lot of people go it, in, they don't come out. Uh, what was it like? Were they trying to give you some pills to swallow to keep you sedated and you put them in your mouth and spit them out? How did you break free? Um, actually, <laughs> well, it took time. Of course, um, nobody likes to be held uh, in a, a under locked behind locked doors, and that's what happened to me. And um, I gotta admit, it saved my life because uh, the devil was trying to kill me. And um, there's some good laws also that um, if there is people. Um, in danger of hurting themselves or others, that um, they're going to be locked up and taken care of. Um, I don't believe in uh, medication, but at that point in time, uh, I was just so um, infested with demons, and uh, they were actually speaking to me. Um, the Mayan sun god was speaking to me uh, from out of the sun, and uh, I'd become a sun worshiper. Yeah, it sounds strange, but uh, if you put your nose in too many books and you believe that stuff um, that it says, then and you believe in those lies, and you go to uh, people who lay cards for you and tell you about your future, how uh, wonderful of a healer you're going to be, or a prophet, or um, what a wonderful person you are, and and you trust in all this, and you, and you you ask. Um, and inquire about all these uh, forbidden knowledges, then um, God is going to apply the curse onto you, just like he said uh, and announced um, in Deuteronomy 18. Maybe we should read that uh, passage. Uh, uh, Shannon, if you, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, Deuteronomy 18, where it's, it talks about um, the forbidden uh, knowledge that we're not... Uh, I'm going to let you uh, look it up and read it out. Um, I was studying, um, and it it always starts kind of harmless. You uh, develop an interest. Uh, I was, for example, reading about the Egyptian pyramids and how uh, there is pyramid energy. Now it starts to uh, build little pyramid models and do little tests. And uh, I mean, it was just fascinating that you read, um, they have this preservative power in, in the king's chamber in the pyramid, and you can put a piece of meat there, and it wouldn't rot. It would just dry out. And, and those are the things that uh, capture our curiosity. We want to know more about this, because uh, there's something that we cannot explain, some um, knowledge that we don't have, and we somehow believe that if we would be able to acquire this knowledge, um, we'd have a better life, more healthy, we'd have less problems, we'd have um, better health. Did I say that twice? <laughs> yeah, a lot of, uh, about uh, the, uh, let's say, uh, the candy that the devil is handing out is just um, stuff everybody wants to have. Everybody wants to be happy. Nobody wants to um, be miserable. And um, the bad thing is that um, actually initially the devil is going to give you that. He's going to give you health and happiness and you're going to be a little new ager like I was. I'm not speaking prophetically here. I'm just uh, sharing my testimony. Um, 
and uh, like a, a shiny little new actor, and, and everybody's uh, looking at you and, and asking you, wow, you look good, and, and what are you doing? And I was propagating yoga, I was um, reading people's horoscopes, or making them, actually, making horoscopes for people. Um, then I went into studying um, the Mayan culture, then I went to India. So um, all this journey that I was um, after for many, many years was, uh, of course, after truth. I wasn't after uh, superpowers. I wasn't after, uh, after anything. I wanted to meet the real God. I just didn't uh, find him in... Christianity, because I was raised Catholic, and um, they didn't know God where I was in the boarding schools, and um, so I looked for him somewhere else. And um, there's a lot of people with um, similar experiences. I don't know if my uh, friend Larry is listening right now. Larry, if you're if you're hearing this, uh, why don't you call in and 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 share a little bit. Um, about your experiences, because um, it's, it's, it's important for us that we share what happened to us. It's important that we come together, also in the body of Christ, and that we um, bring our pieces, our revelations, our testimonies, and, and, and believe me, nothing is as strong as your testimony, because the people that live with you in your house, in your street, in your community... Um, if you are uh, able to give your testimony, um, and if you've never done it, um, you should prepare for that. And, and maybe tr uh, write one out. Write a, a two-page uh, testimony uh, that you carry around, and uh, you can pass that on. Or um, prepare to, to... I mean, it's just such a blessing if... Um, I'm actually collecting testimonies. <laughs> I was actually thinking about doing a radio program with only, and uh, I've heard some of the greatest testimonies of people coming out of witchcraft, people uh, being former Satanists, and um, all the weirdness that they have to um, confess that they um, believed in, and, and those powers are real. I remember a friend from Sweden um, that as a teenager he was a Satanist and the demons, they would actually tell him the questions in his next biology test. They would look over uh, his biology teacher's uh, and he'd, he'd get the three or four questions from the test out of a hundred questions possible and they'd reveal to him uh, in the next room what kind of, of, of uh, clothes he had. He would reveal the demons would reveal to him, oh, there's uh, this woman and this guy, and they're meeting over there in the town, and now they're talking bad, back, bad about you. They're talking behind your back. She's saying this, and he's saying that. And my friend um, had all this information, and he confronted those and said, hey, why are you talking bad about me? And, and, and he, the demons would give him special um, knowledge about all this. So this is uh, how I came to know later on that um, this is how the darkness works. The demons are kind of their um, super intelligent information collector. Of course, they're not all-knowing, but if you have a couple of hundred million or I don't know how many, 
running around, you get a stack of information. And uh, the same in the same manner as we work together with the angels of light and with the good guys, well, the forces of darkness, they have their intelligence network. And if you subscribe or if you submit or if you're a slave of one of the cults, uh, the information that you receive... Um, when you lay cards for somebody, when you read all out of somebody's hands, when you um, do all these occult practices, this is where the information comes from. It comes from the demons. Absolutely. You got a confirmation for? Absolutely, it does, folks. Um, again, we, we talk about this natural hedge of protection, you know, that God puts on you. But uh, through the sin gateway, okay, through doing something that God has forbidden, you know, like for touching the occult, it's like uh, swinging your door wide open, okay, uh, and anything can walk right on through, and these demonic spirits are waiting at the door, and they come right on through, and usually they don't come in one at a time, they'll come in with their friends, some cases that thousands of them can come in, um, we've heard cases of people, you know, having thousands of demons upon thousands, and, you know, they're, they're spirits, so... Um, you know, they can inhabit. They can come in and they can attack your mind. They can read the mind. And, you know, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. That's why we've got to take every thought into captivity. The Word speaks about that. And we've got to renew our mind daily through the Word of God. We've got to wash our mind with the Word of God. And so uh, it's very dangerous uh, to play with the occult. That's one of the major gateways. Another is... Uh, the sexual gateway through fornication, adultery. That's a surefire way to get a demon. Drugs, very big. That's one of the fastest ways. Alcohol, marijuana, uh, psychedelic drugs. Uh, they go on these trips. Yeah, they, they pierce the veil. They, they're actually seeing into the spirit. They're seeing things that you will not see with the, the naked eye under normal circumstances. They're seeing demons. And uh, you've got a real problem, folks, when uh, paintings start getting thrown off your walls, and you hear noises, water's turning on by itself, you're hearing footsteps, uh, things are jumping on you at night as you're sleeping, you know, you're under a demonic attack. Well, the good news is, is that greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world, and through the name of Jesus Christ, and through his shed blood, um, you can take authority over these things. But uh, Peter uh, referred to a scripture here, and we're going to read it. If you have your uh, your Bibles, your swords, sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, uh, you're welcome to read along. We're going to read from Deuteronomy, chapter 18. First five books of the uh, the Bible are called the Torah. They were given to Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And uh, you know, if someone says, "Well, Omega, uh, what what denomination are you?" Well, I was raised Pentecostal. Both my grandfathers were Church of God ministers out of Cleveland, Tennessee. Not the snake handlers. <laughs> you know, the uh, Pentecostal, full gospel. But uh, I uh, I don't really um, align with them um, today or any denomination in particular. Uh, I say that I'm of the whole Bible. I believe the whole Bible is for today. I'm getting just a little bit of echo here, Peter. Do you have me on speaker? Okay, so uh, I believe the whole Bible is for today, and uh, I believe that it's very important uh, that we 
read the whole Bible. If you've never done so, I'd recommend starting. You know, I had wanted to do that for years, Peter, and I was ashamed that uh, if someone says, have you read the whole Bible? I said no. And it wasn't until maybe two years ago that I finally worked all the way through it. It took me a year and a half. I guess I read slow. But I started in Genesis and worked my way all the way to Revelations, and I read the whole Bible. And uh, I'm ashamed that I've only done it one time. Now, since then, I, I, I try to make it a daily part of my, my routine. Uh, I'm not always um, on game. Some days I'll go several days without reading the Word, and that's a shame. But uh, I started back over in uh, Matthew, and I've, I've read through Revelations now about three times. I think I'm on my fourth or fifth uh, reading of the New Testament, then I'm going to start back in Genesis. By the way, I also uh, downloaded Max McLean. Uh, you can get him from iTunes, and he's got a great voice. You can get the Bible on tape and, you know, for our busy schedules, put it on the Internet. You know, download it off the Internet, put it on your iPod. Uh, but, but that's an aside here. Let me get back to the, uh, the word, the point at hand. We're going to read from uh, Deuteronomy chapter 18, starting with verse 9. And it says, uh, When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto Yahweh. And because of these abominations, Yahweh thy God, thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with Yahweh thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess hearkened unto observers of times unto diviners. But as for thee, Yahweh thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. Peter, let me turn it back to you, my brother. Yeah, why does God hate um, for you to ask anybody else about uh, the future or what you um, should be interested in or what you should look out for? Because he's a jealous God. He wants your um, complete uh, devotion. He wants your full attention. He doesn't want to share um, your love with anybody else. Uh, I can honestly say that uh, I believe that God is very jealous. The moment you turn to, um, even if you're um, just opening up the newspaper, I think just the fact that you read the horoscope, you know, this is tell God uh, that, that you believe in this stuff. Why would I even pay attention to... Um, to what anybody else says but his word or his spirit or his revelation. And, um, of course, God is going to be faithful to his word if he has announced that he's going to punish um, a particular behavior and then uh, we go and do it, then he's going to be just um, and fulfill the promise, the positive and the negative, uh, just like he has... Um, has announced it, and don't believe that just because it's in the Old Testament, it's not valid anymore. Everything is valid. Maybe we have to um, transfigure this a little bit from the, the Spirit. But I still believe that if you inquire strange gods, that there is uh, punishment for it, because uh, we are um, His people. And if you call yourself a Christian or a believer, 
then you've um, made a um, a step into a, a new life. You've been born from above, and uh, you've laid down your old life. It died with Jesus on the cross, and you've been raised, like he was raised, into a new creature. And now if you go back and, uh, like Shannon said, and turn around, or... If you, like, um, for example, in Isaiah 31, uh, in hard times, you want to go back to Egypt and, uh, and get some horsepower from there, um, God doesn't like it. He does not uh, want you to rely on anything but on Him. On the other side, if you uh, do so, if you make a commitment and say, okay, God, um, I don't need yoga anymore. I'm going to trust on you. I'm going to trust that you can keep me uh, healthy. I'm going to trust you that when I bless my food, that it's not going to harm me. And um, I'm going to trust you that if I throw these vitamins away, um, and I'm not telling you what to do, I'm just um, preaching a little bit here, but I'm, I'm um, sure that if... See, he's not going to let you uh, be ashamed. He's not going to um, let you uh, make a proclamation of faith and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. The Bible says, or the Word says, um, that if I seek the kingdom first, then he's going to give me everything else. Or if I trust the Lord to keep me safe. He's not going to allow you to say such things, call, uh, call yourself a believer, speak out this uh, words in faith. For example, if you would say, I trust the Lord to restore my eyesight because I don't want to carry glasses anymore. Because as a believer, I think um, it doesn't look good if I were, uh, walk around with glasses. Uh, if Jesus has healed me 2,000 years ago, why should I wear glasses? And I've heard testimonies where people... Um, for some people, it, it came quickly. For others, they um, had to wait for years. But if you hold on to um, your own proclamation, remember that uh, it says over and over in the New Testament, be it unto you according to your faith. That if you speak something out, it's going to come to pass. Maybe not uh, from Tuesday to Wednesday. Maybe you have to um, wait till that um, promise or that mission is, is, is visible and tangible. But first, it's going to be spoken into the spirit world. You can speak out into the spirit world whatever, uh, according to the will of God, the spirit puts in your heart. And um, this is not magic. This is what uh, the Word of God says, that we ought to uh, speak the, uh, the things as if they were. Of course, um, you're not going to ask for anything uh, that is not um, edifying the, the kingdom of God. But what does the gospel teach us? What is actually, do you actually believe what it says when it says that whatsoever you shall ask and uh, you believe that you already received it? Do you actually believe that? Or is it, is that, is that just a nice uh, verse that we uh, write on a card and stick it in our Bible? Or do we actually believe it? I think if we would actually um, try this out, and for example, uh, I heard testimonies, and I've lived with those people, 
um, when they have uh, bugs at home or in their yard, um, they, they command them to go. I've uh, seen people walk in their yards, pray over ants, and the next day they're all dead. And uh, the neighbor still has them. I've um, seen it over and over again that if, um, that is uh, people who practice and actually believe what the Bible says, uh, according to, to Deuteronomy 28, um, where it gives you the long list about uh, the blessings and the curse, if you are walking with God, you're not under the curse. You're not supposed to be sick. You're not supposed to be um, lacking. I'm not saying you won't have trials. I'm not saying your times. But um, you're worth your wages. You, you should have uh, food on the table. And if not, then uh, maybe it's being used to, um, to teach you something or to, um, to give you some... Sometimes you need, we need a little chastisement or we need some motivation to, to pray. I'm not uh, saying that um, we all have everything in stock and that we never have any lack, but uh, generally speaking, read um, Deuteronomy 28 and see what it says, that if you follow the Lord with all your heart, that you won't, you won't have war and you won't have uh, poverty and you won't have um, enemies naturally speaking, in, your, in, your, in the world around you. But um, if you turn away from your God, and I'm t- uh, if you practice yoga, you already turned your back to Jesus. I'm, I'm saying this in all honesty. If any pastor, or if anybody who calls himself pastor told you it's okay to do yoga, <laughs> I mean, come on. This is Hindu worship. You are... Um, bowing down to Hindu gods, which are, of course, demons. And all these positions are worshipping positions. If you go in this cobra position, you worship the devil, and you worship the, the, the cobra spirit. If you, go, if you do all these... Um, I've done it. I've... We uh, have a little bit of technical difficulty with Peter. Uh, the devil does not want this truth to come out tonight. Peter, are you back with us? Uh, can you hear me, Shannon? Yeah, I can hear you. Right. Where did you lose me? Uh, just two seconds ago. We're, you're talking about uh, if you do yoga, uh, that is an offense to God. Because these positions yeah. are uh, positions that align you to receive these demonic spirits, folks. It's worship. It's actually practical worship. There's four forms of yoga. One is Hatha Yoga, which is these uh, positions, and it is worshipping the demons of Hinduism. Okay? And now if, everybody, if anybody comes and gives it a different name and calls it something else, it's still the same positions. And I'm telling you, the, the Hindu uh, devils, they don't have a problem if you call them Jesus. They don't have a problem if you, when you meditate, uh, you're chanting uh, Jesus, 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 or if you, uh, instead of reciting um, Indian mantras, you recite uh, Bible verses. They don't have a problem with that. They don't put this Jesus that you're talking about 
right uh, next to their other 300,000 gods on their shelf, and, and they got you. I'm coming against those people who go into churches and teach them witchcraft. I curse you. I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. That we're not to curse, right? But, but you can sense that I'm angry. We can bind them. You're just, uh, yeah? We, we, we can bind those people, bind those demonic spirits in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've got to repent from that. I, we're not to curse anybody, right? But you can, you can sense that there is an urgency. Because it's not okay to allow witchcraft into the church. And if, if you're um, ignorantly um, ran into this and didn't know about the backgrounds of Reiki and, and, and meditation and yoga and uh, all these um, positive thinking and um, there's so many different um, trades that are entering the church right now, if you're unknowingly, ignorantly ran into this and, and practiced this, you've got to repent from that. You've got to drop that because it will, it will um, destroy you. And, you know, uh, Peter, you know, Satan is deceptive. Ahead, he's, he's diversified, folks, like we say so many times. Uh, yoga is just one of these many gateways. Maybe it's uh, you watching Oprah. And uh, you've bought into her oh, book yeah. called The Secret. Okay, maybe it's uh, you've heard some of this New Age um, promotion of um, uh, like like uh, attracts like. You know, yin yang. The uh, the the um, Norman Vincent Peale. The power of positive thinking, folks. If they don't mention the word Jesus Christ, that should send up a flag. Okay, that you're. Entering into some uh, territory of New Age mind control, and uh, the same thing won't trap everyone. Uh, maybe you say, "Yeah, I, I know better than to do yoga," but then next thing you know, you've uh, fallen into one of these others. And you know, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance will get you killed. What you don't know will kill you, folks. The Bible says, "My people perish." That means they die for a lack of knowledge. And uh, if you're a believer, you have a responsibility to check these things out before you get involved in them. And if you, you'll do your due diligence, you'll find out what they are. And then you also have a responsibility to warn your friends. Uh, I have uh, some longtime friends, and the other day I looked into their Facebook page, and I saw some pictures. They were doing yoga. And I'm saying, God, have mercy. I know these people. Where's the discernment? Don't they know what they're being pulled into? Uh, you know, martial arts in the sanctuaries of churches. Karate for Jesus, folks. <clears throat> if you've ever done martial arts, okay, the, the common denominator is breathing, meditation, uh, focusing your chi energy, as they'll call it, you know, which is another word for chakras and demonic spirits and you know, you, you take it all the way back, it goes back to Satan, okay? It's, it's uh, Chinese witchcraft, okay? And uh, there's some guys that come out there, and uh, they're even um, preaching in pulpits, and they have a chain of martial arts schools. I'm not going to mention his name. Maybe some of them, some of you know who I'm talking about. He'll come out and do a, a kata, 
Okay, and what he'll do is it'll look like a martial arts move. <clears throat> Next thing you know, he's touched you and imparted a, uh, a demonic spirit into you. Folks, this should not be. Where is our discernment? I mean, God have mercy on us. Uh, Peter, I went into the bookstore the other day. I love books. You know, if I had a, uh, a library card as a youth, that's where you would find me. I would be down at the library. I just love books. It didn't mean I always read them. <laughs> I just take them home, you know, and collect them. My point was, is uh, I'm at the bookstore the other day, and there's a well-known Christian doctor. Okay, he's been on uh, several TBN, Daystar. I'm not going to mention his name. There's just, there's a few of them that you've probably seen. And I, I grab his book, and uh, I'm into the nutrition business. That's my day job, okay? And so uh, I'm kind of an herbal formulator. And um, I got this book. It kind of piqued my curiosity. And I'm thumbing through it, Peter. Okay, and I don't know if this guy wrote it or or he had a ghostwriter to do it. But uh, in either way, he should be ashamed. Because lo and behold, I come across a chapter, yoga. I'm saying, God have mercy. Where's the guy's discernment? And this is a very well-known and respected Christian doctor. And what he's doing is he's promoting witchcraft and there's going to be people to pick up this book and say well if dr so-and-so recommended it must be okay next thing you know they've enrolled in yoga classes at the church as dr pat holiday has found out you know in her neighborhood there where they have their church they have another big church right next door and they've got yoga and ballroom dancing and martial arts in the uh, sanctuary folks that opens the door for demonic spirits to come in and when you get them, you're not guaranteed you're going to get them out anytime soon. Okay? Uh, by the grace of God, there is deliverance through Jesus Christ. But God just may let you hang on to it for a while to teach you a lesson. Um, God will use enemies against the country for his judgment. God will send demons. <laughs> If you need to be taught a lesson, can God send the enemy? Absolutely. He can pull back his hand of protection, and Satan's ready. Look what happened to Job. That's a classic example. Where do you think all the attacks came from? It wasn't God attacking him, and God said, Satan, you can do anything you want to him, but you cannot take his life. We're going to test Job. Demons attacked poor Job. He had seven of his kids all killed when a roof fell on him fell on top of them onto their heads. I mean, head boils break out over his body. Yeah, demons can uh, afflict you. You know, um, God forbid, folks. Let me get back on target here. Uh, the question of the night is, uh, demons love the new age, Peter. Why? They love it because that's the way to um, get you captive and hold you captive. And um, like I said before, initially, when you start out, you're going to have um, some um, profit of it. You're going to feel stronger. Uh, it will feed your flesh. You're going to have uh, more stamina or more um, a brighter knowledge and all these powers because... It is given um, to the devil to, to give you powers. Demons have powers. And um, 
we're not denying those. It's just uh, also known that um, it's forbidden and it's, uh, it's, it's a curse. You're putting a curse on yourself. If you send your kids doing yoga, I call that child abuse. And I'm, I'm sorry that uh, our laws do not allow me to um, prosecute you. Sending what about your sending kids to, your kids uh, to see Harry Potter? Peter, what do you think about parents that do that? Yeah, child abuse. They've just so sent their children to learn new age witchcraft techniques. Go ahead. If you had a pedophile um, living on your on your tour, uh, send your kids over to play with them. Shannon? Absolutely not. Why not? I would probably shoot the guy. God forgive me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know How a way to Harry? take care of pedophiles. It's called castration. That's another show. Okay. What What Omega Man would do if you elected him president? Go ahead. If Harry Potter would uh, live on your street, would you ever send your kids uh, to play with him? Only if I wanted to turn my child into a witch or warlock. God forbid. Okay. Well, what happens if you uh, practice witchcraft? If you teach your children to believe in um, all these uh, spells and, and, and to be a little witch? It starts as young as uh, a kindergarten, I've learned now. There's even little tapes for um, and CDs for uh, as young as five-year-olds to, to learn spells. What happens uh, if uh, you give your child to believe all these uh, witches? What happens is you have just uh, cursed the child, their children, their great, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren. You have just put a curse on you, folks, or you're cursing your child that will carry down the three and four generations. You are in danger, and uh, I want to make this uh, statement on live radio tonight. It will be recorded. Peter, um, you're looking at a different clock than me, but uh, listeners out there, if you're in the Eastern time zone, look at your clock right now. Mine is showing 9-11. <laughs> Folks, I keep seeing 9-11. Uh, we are in some very uh, dangerous times here. Well, if we don't have the discernment and we allow our kids to go out there, we don't love them. These poor children are being uh, indoctrinated in the New World Order, into uh, New Age, into witchcraft. You send them to the Avatar, they probably came back with a Kundalini demon. Okay, I had to personally break that off of myself. Uh, I didn't use the discernment I needed, and I went and saw it. Gets my better judgment. Because I was bored one day. Great special effects, but it was all about the New Age, through you know Hinduism. Uh if you tamper with the occult, God says in his word, you'll be cursed down to three and four generations. Does God curse people? Absolutely. There's a thing called the curse of the bastard. A child that is born out of wedlock, uh, you're, you are cursed for ten generations, okay? Does that mean that there's no way out? No, but, I mean, God takes it that seriously. That unless you break that curse, repent of the sin first, break the curse, apply the blood of Jesus to it, then uh, you've got some serious problems on your hands. It'll go down ten generations, folks. That's just an example. If uh, your your mother or your father has ever played with the uh, the Ouija board, crystal ball, they've just cursed you. Their, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, great-great-great-grandchildren. Uh, and I know this to be a fact. Uh, I was under a curse. I, don't, I didn't even know what it was. 
um, until I did a little bit of investigation. And uh, God told me one night, Peter came to me in a dream and said, you and your brother Damon have a generational curse you need to break. People say, well, Christians can't have demons. Christians can't have generational curses. I can tell you I was saved when God told me this in 2005. Uh, I didn't see God, but I heard his voice very clearly in my dream. said, you and your brother have a generational curse you need to break. And I, I've shared this in another story. I'm not going to take up precious time tonight to repeat that. But uh, curses are real. And that's what happens when you dabble with the occult. Uh, Peter? That's right. Now, what kind of faith faith are we imparting uh, in our children? If uh, parents teaching them, if they need anything, that um, they should have a magic book and they should call out uh, these helpers in the unseen world, and they're not gonna they're gonna bring them money and uh, fame and fortune. Is that what we want to teach our children? Now you say, well, that's just entertainment, but it's not entertainment for the kids, it's teaching. Don't think just because your um, kid is sitting in front of the TV that it's not learning, because kids learn wherever they are. They learn in school, they learn in front of the TV, they learn in the movies, they learn when they watch you. This is what, what kids do. They soak everything up. They watch everything, they discern everything, they see and hear everything, and you can't lie to them. So if you're... Um, Encouraging them to seek help for their personal um, problems from a different God than the one that you believe in, what witness is that? You say you're a Christian, then you send your kid to, uh, to ask Harry Potter for entertainment? I'm sorry, it, it can't be good. And no matter what your pastor says, because you're responsible for your house. You're the head of the household. Or you the mother at home, you're responsible for the well-being of your children, not your pastor or your, uh, the teacher in school. I read a, I saw an article or a clip where um, a young girl, 11 years, refused to do uh, an assignment for school um, because uh, the topic of the piece that she was supposed to write was, how would I give my life to the devil? How would I trade my soul with the devil, what, do I, what would I ask for? And she refused to do it. Well, she had Christian parents, and they raised her um, as a believer. And she was, uh, I mean, respect. I respect that girl. Whether that was a decision of the parents or her own decisions, but um, she was the only one in that uh, classroom that were, was refusing to write... Um, a piece about how she would tra trade her soul with the devil. And look, this is the stuff that is brought into the schools. So I'm going to answer that question, Peter. Demons love the New Age. Why? Why, folks? Because the New Age opens the door for them to come in and take up residence in you. Okay, whether it be yoga, whether it be uh, martial arts, whether it be uh, Vincent Pill, the power of positive thinking, and you get into these uh, some of these uh, New Age motivational programs, which is uh, mental programming, it opens the doors for them to in inhabit you. Uh, but I want to know my future. What's wrong with reading a horoscope? Folks, listen. 
What's wrong with going to a fortune teller? I went and they told me about my past. They told me something nobody else would know. That's true. Satan knows your past. Okay? Yeah, there's familiar spirits that go down generational lines. Okay? Maybe there's a, uh, a demon that's been, you know, tracking your family for ten generations. They can tell you everything uh, about your family past, and that's how they trip people, Peter. They give them some information and kind of bait them in. You know, Satan has his hooks, folks. He'll give you a little bit of truth, but understand, Satan does not know the future. The only one knows the future is God. Fortune teller will never be able to tell your future. Now, they can make uh, mental suggestions, and, you know, if you uh, subscribe to them and you start paying them large sums of money, they'll even set it up. You know, certain things will happen, but they'll have to orchestrate it. And it'll be their demons. And remember, uh, sin is fun for a season. This occultic power that you get being a witch or a warlock or, you know, going to get your fortune told is for a season. Satan will uh, run you along, give you enough line to the point he can choke you, okay? He, he can push you out of a window uh, through a spirit of suicide that jumps on you. Okay, his goal is to kill you. And uh, the quicker he can do that, they, you know, he'll go on to the next person. The goal is, is to take your soul to hell. So he'll bait you with whatever he needs, okay, and then he'll whack you. That's the goal. Satan's an evil taskmaster. Okay, uh, he'll give you power, and then he wants blood sacrifice. And you either sacrifice somebody else, or he'll sacrifice you. And ultimately, he'll get you anyway. God's not that way. God came to give you life, and life more abundantly. You know, God sent his son because he loves you and I. And, uh, you know, Satan will make you make all kinds of promises, and he'll deliver on some of them. But remember, he always requires your blood, and he wants your soul. And so, uh, you know, Peter, is it really worth it? I mean, there's musicians um, that we know of who rose to fame and fortune. Elvis Presley, The Doors, they die young, man. Beatles. The Beatles, folks, they die Rolling young, Stones. and you don't take your millions with you. Uh, I mean, I, I was watching a, a, a. You can we could we could list these names all day. Uh, it, it's fun for a while, you know. You, I, I was actually, um, I confronted uh, a guy. He was called a futurist. Okay, he actually was on the Art Bell show, and uh, we started corresponding. And uh, he was a Luciferian. He had channeled um, seventy demons. And I thought I could witness to this guy, and at that time I was a young Christian and didn't know much about spiritual warfare, and then I started to get attacked. But uh, for the time that I did exchange some dialogue with him, he, uh, he said, yeah, come over to our side. We'll give you all the women you want, money. You can have anything. And um, you follow the path of some of these guys who have went hardcore into it. They die broke, folks. They die with venereal diseases. They die without a friend in their world. And uh, when they die, it's over with. They, when the breath leaves the body, it's over with, folks. You don't get a second chance. So, I mean, uh, Peter, you shouldn't have got me preaching, my friend. It's your fault. <laughs> uh, we've got 38 minutes remaining. I'm going to turn it back over to Peter. If you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to the Mega Man Radio Network. We're talking about why demons love the New Age tonight with Peter Kuhlman from Sweden. Always thank Peter when he calls in because he's plus six hours, so... It's the wee hours of the morning over there. And uh, if you have a question for Peter, got a comment, maybe you need prayer. 
Maybe you're in the occult right now and you want to come out of it. Uh, the phone number is 917-889-2745. 917-889-2745. Call in. We'll put you on the air. Uh, if you're in the chat room and uh, just want to pose a question there, uh, fire away. We'll we'll take our best shot at it. Peter? Yeah, let's uh, take that remaining time and uh, do something good. Uh, it doesn't help if we paint the devil on the wall everywhere. We also got to talk about um, some constructive um, weapons that we have. We had a sport, which is uh, the only um, weapon of attack that actually uh, is part of the armor that you can read about in Ephesians 6. So um, that sword that is given to us, uh, that is actually the weapon that we are using to conquer this domain, this earthly plane here. And I'm, I'm not talking about um, hitting other people on the head with Bible verses and judging them because they have not the conviction that you have. That is um, totally wrong according to Romans 14. Read the chapter that uh, nobody is anybody else's judge, right? Of course, if the brother lives in sin, then uh, you go privately to him and uh, you talk about it. But that sword that uh, God has given us, are you practicing it? Are you uh, picking it up every day? And um, I was just uh, remembered what Shannon, what you said, that... Um, it took you a long time to uh, to finish the Bible, and um, I know there is other people who read the Bible every day, and still it doesn't help them because they don't believe what they read, or they uh, have been raised in a church uh, that has a sort of a twisted theology, or the pastor doesn't believe what it say, and the, and 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 they need um, some special interpretation and. I want to talk a little bit about um, the real stuff that we have in the New Testament. And um, if you actually have the real thing, why would you buy any more imitations? See, if somebody would knock on your door and uh, a salesman would open his bag and he wanted to, sh to sell you uh, fresh air and, and you live in the countryside, would you buy it? I guess not. So... <laughs> Why would, you, why would you buy into all these um, New Age? I mean, listen, this is positive thinking, for example. We have all the positive things. Read the Bible. Read the New Testament. How many promises are in the New Testament? Promises for you. Where God tells you, if you do this, I will not put you to shame. If you do this, I will uh, bless you. I will give you health. I mean... We could uh, do a whole show on just the promises that are in the New Testament. If you don't keep them, if you don't believe in them, if you don't walk according to them, why uh, are you doing these yogic uh, positions? If um, if the Bible is about it, are you are you deceived? Are you being led astray, or are you um, pursuing the truth? Are you devoted to? actually getting to know your, your Savior. Because um, we are living in the last years, I would say, of this cosmos, this time um, era, and it's going to be over with uh, soon. This is the time where 
Jesus himself will manifest his nature, his character in, in his believers. And, and he wants to draw you close. He wants to speak into your life and give you revelation. Uh, if you'd be able to just read what it says in the New Testament and believe it, you're going you're gonna to walk in miracles. If you would actually believe it, you're, you're going to see miracles very soon. Put away the trust in other books. Put away uh, all books about health and healthy living. Put it away. We don't need that. We are justified. We are perfected. We are once perfected through the sacrifice on the cross. Well, maybe you're still um, aching or um, you're still in, in, in trials, but we're called to hold on to the faith and not to um, give up hope because Christ is our hope of glory. Nothing else than if Christ is my hope. Why would I trust anything else? Why would I even look scope? Why would I even have a TV in my living room, Shannon? Why would I have a TV and look at it every night if I have a Bible? Uh, it's because the flesh, uh, the flesh needs to feed, and we're to crucify the flesh daily. Uh, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell watching TV. Certainly, we all watch TV from time to time. But understand, um, it is a gateway, okay? What you, it's a gateway. What you see and what you hear coming out of that tube, you think it's not going to taint you? Um, and how many programs these days are even ha redeeming? Do they have any redeeming quality whatsoever? You've got to be very selective in what you watch, okay? Uh, some people just turn it on. It's on from sunup to sundown. Some people can't even go to sleep without the TV turned on. Have you ever fallen asleep with the TV on, Peter, and uh, all of a sudden uh, you start dreaming? And you wake up and say, well, that was a strange dream. Well, you started to, you know, those sound waves started to permeate your mind, and they entered into your subconscious, and you started to dream. And, uh, folks, listen, the occult is real. They have their own uh, organizations. They have their own studios. Um, it's a long-standing thing. The, the witches and warlocks would... Uh, put charms and spells over uh, certain uh, music. They'll do it over programs. Don't think for a minute that the occult yeah. is not behind most of the uh, vampire movies. And so you watch that, you've got a demonic spirit will come right through your television and start afflicting you right where you're at. Shannon. Yes. Let me talk two minutes about TV. It's an addiction. It's a physical addiction. There is uh, waves, flickering rates of the TV. Uh, there is enough studies that just, um, you turn on the TV, 20 seconds later, sitting in front of the TV, you're generating alpha brainwaves. That is uh, similar to being in hypnosis or in deep sleep, just to have your eyes open and you're actually listening, but not with your mind, but with your unconscious mind. Everything they show you, you believe it. You have no discernment. They broadcast right into your soul. That is TV. And it's an addiction. That is why you are so relaxed watching TV. That is why you don't want to go to bed. You want to flip the channels and look if you find something, but there's nothing, but you keep flipping and you keep sitting, and then it's 2 o'clock at night, and the next day you're tired and your life is a mess. I want to make a proposal. If you want to see a difference, 
um, see if you can do without TV for seven days from tonight on. Seven days, no TV. If that's not going to change anything in your life, I don't know what I'm talking about. Try it. Try it. Try it out. If you say you can't live without TV, try it for seven days. Uh, same as uh, with internet or with movies. Are you it's willing very, to uh, sacrifice? Are you willing to? Are you willing to fast? Are you willing to sacrifice? Um, Shannon, read uh, Romans twelve, the first two verses, please. Okay. What is it that we have to burn? What is it we'll that we have to burn sword. up? Okay. Is it not the flesh? Is it not the flesh that we have to sacrifice? Is it not the lusts of the world that God wants us to um, burn them up? Read it, uh, Shannon. Okay. Uh, Are you there? If you have your swords out there with you, turn to Romans chapter 12, where we're going to read uh, starting with verse 1. Romans chapter 12. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present, yourself, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There you go, my friend. That's right. But some of you are saying, are you uh, but, to do it? but you know, I, I'm not a bad person. I uh, I don't drink. I, I'm not doing any drugs. Um, I'm not out fornicating. And yeah, I, I haven't taken any yoga classes, so I should be all right. Well, do you have any other addictions that have you in bondage? Internet? How about shopping? How about shopping? shopping? <laughs> uh, how many of you uh, stay on Facebook for five hours a day straight? I, I have to admit, uh, I, I've been guilty. I get addicted to this stuff. I start to go into withdrawals, Peter, if I don't have access to the Internet. Uh, is that any different than any of these other vices? Folks, if it keeps you from spending time with God, then it can become an idol to you. Okay, and don't think that Satan can't use the Internet and computers or your television or shopping, okay, to steal your time. Shannon? I think we've got a question in the chat room. I can read here, uh, BGM, CCOY, that should be a name. And the question is, but what if we repent and change? Does it still affect kids and the grandkids? Can you answer that? If uh, if we have um, the committed generational the, the the danger, folks, begins with uh, I mean, really starts with what ancestor has been involved in what. You know, I think that's why it's important to know a little bit about your genealogy. Uh, I kind of had a handicap in my family. I mean, we on one side we didn't know any more than our, the name of our great grandfather. I mean, that's pretty sad, folks. But uh, what if you were to discover that you go up a couple uh, generations and one of them was a witch or a fortune teller or 
or was using the uh, a, a water witching stick, a divining rod to find water. You know, you could be under a curse and not even know it. And uh, so the general rule of thumb is, assume you are, okay, as Brother John Gogan relates, and just break it. I mean, uh, do you have to live in bondage under a curse that has been put on you through some generational sin? No, you don't have to. You take authority over it. You repent of any known sins that you've committed. Repent of the sins of the fathers that were in that area. And uh, ask God to break it. Apply the blood of Jesus to it, and you know you can be set free. It's not a real complicated thing. But... Um, does God curse? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Bible's clear of that. For certain sins, God will curse down to several generations. And uh, there is that verse, uh, one of the um, listeners that wrote about Ezekiel 18 and 20. It says, The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. Well, you've got to look at that in context. Okay, um, can a curse uh, be passed on down the generational line? Sure. And it may be something that uh, might not be a salvation issue, okay, that would send you to hell over, but it can certainly afflict you. It can uh, stunt your spiritual growth. And um, you can't help. You break it, uh, Shannon. You can't necessarily help what your ancestors did before you, okay? And hopefully they repented of it. Uh, but once you become aware of it, God holds you responsible, and you have an obligation to break it, okay? And you can break it through the blood of Jesus Christ. But uh, God takes uh, sin very seriously, and uh, there's repercussions. So um, was it my fault that I had some ancestors that had um, done some things that they should not have done. It was done before I was born. Okay, but uh, once you're made aware of it, you say, God, uh, you know, I don't want to be uh, under the curse. So repent of it. Break it. You know, through a warfare prayer, like we used uh, Derek Prince. And there's a great book on this. I'm not the most articulate guy. But Derek Prince certainly is. He's got a book called The Blessing and the Curse. And he will go into more uh, explanation on that uh, verse with Ezekiel 18 that you had a question on. How you break it? You break it through um, renouncing it um, and then asking Jesus Christ to come in and cut it. You apply the blood of Jesus to it. You break it. And then there's no reason that uh, you have to worry about it again. Yeah, maybe we shall do that uh, once on the show. If ever uh, somebody has the guts to call in, we can we can break curses, and um, we can then you can then you can hear um, for yourself how you can uh, come against those spirits, how you break those, how you apply the blood of Jesus, and how you take authority, which is uh, for the New Testament Christian actually the everyday's uh, walk. It's very uh, natural for for a believer to uh, come against the spirits wherever he sees them, especially in the life uh, of his household and in his own life. There is um, power in the blood of Jesus, but you have to exercise it. It's not, to me, the power of the blood of Jesus was given um, 
February 2nd, 1997, but that was just the beginning. If I don't take this blood power today and do anything with it, this day is lost. If I don't walk in the spirit and um, battle in my armor and um, I'm not running around, uh, I'm also a minister of peace. You know, I'm not running around battling, I'm also sharing the gospel. And I'm serving the brethren in uh, lifting them up in prayer and in, share, in sharing the word with them. Uh, how many of you post on Facebook only weird stuff? Have you ever thought about um, posting um, encouragement on somebody's wall instead of all these uh, curiosities and uh, sensations, you know? Are we, are we not um, called to build the church and edify each other? And if you break the curses with the blood of Jesus, well, that doesn't include your kids. They have to come to repentance themselves. I mean, they have to apply the blood of Jesus onto their own life if they're old enough. I want to bring to your attention also uh, two more verses. Uh, if you would read with me, please, Hebrews 10, 26 and 27. Now, this, uh, these two verses, they apply to believers. I mean, they apply to everybody, but um, I'm bringing them to your attention so that you see that even you as a believer, you can be under a curse. And I'm going to read it for you, Hebrews 10, 26 and 27. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and a fierceness of fire which shall devour the adversaries. This is saying... If you know something, if you know of this thing to be a sin, somebody came and told you this is sin, so you know it's sin, or God revealed it to you, the Spirit has convicted you, and you still do it, it's called willful sin. Now, the exchange that Jesus did for you on the where he gave his body to be punished, so that you don't have to be punished, this sacrifice, this exchange is invalid for that sin that you do willfully. And you're going to have to take that punishment yourself. You're going to get a spanking or a chastisement. Um, people have lost their children to um, rock and roll and drugs because they have not repented from their sin in their daily walk, even as Christians. People have lost their marriages to adultery and uh, people have lost their houses to um, financial bankruptcy because they put themselves under this curse that they have not prepared to reap blessings according to what you can read in Deuteronomy 28. It's still valid. You will only reap what you sow. So willful sin, you will reap. What does it say? judgment and a fierceness of fire it says it in Hebrew 10 26 read it for yourself 
And if anybody ever preached to you that um, all these sins are forgiven, past, present, and future, that is garbage. That is lies from the devil. If somebody tells you you are allowed to sin, you have a license to sin, it's all forgiven, that is, I'm sorry, that is crap. See for yourself um, if you find confirmation to what I'm saying here. Um, pray about it. Don't believe me. Get a witness. Get a witness in the Spirit. Ask God to show you your sins in your life. Put your notes in the book and um, look around it if you see bitterness, anger, depression, financial lack, rebellious children. I, I don't want to go over the whole list, but that is usually a sign and an indicator for the curse, and we are not under the curse. So if you want to have the opposite, if you want to have the blessings, the peace, the freedom, the joy, if you want to have kids that help you in your household and don't sit uh, in front of their computer playing silly games, <laughs> then maybe you should uh, sow into their life. Spend some time with them. Love them. I mean, you can just give them a special hug and special attention right now, tonight. Peter, how often uh, do we uh, forsake our duty as parents, for those of you who are parents, um, and say, no, you know what, I'm going to let the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation or the Game Boy uh, be the babysitter tonight? And next thing you know, they've been in there an hour, three hours, ten hours. Folks, are you even aware of some of the games that uh, are out there? I played some of them. And I have yet to find many that are redeeming, have any redeeming qualities. And so, in fact, some of them will teach your kids how to jack cars. Okay, how to steal and not get caught. How to shoplift. How to carjack. Um, some of them are very dangerous, folks, and most of them have occultic undertones. Okay? And it's yet another uh, gateway. You start playing with some of these uh, occultic games, comes into the eye gate, and then all hell breaks loose with you your kids. What, you know what the most dangerous one is? It's called well, Second Life or Sin. Growing up, it used to be Dungeons and Dragons. That was back in the era of the board games. No, Second, I was just talking about Second Life. Second Life. Yeah, that has broken so many marriages. It's gotten so bad that uh, people are basically uh, fleeing reality to the world of the uh, the avatars online. It's scary, folks. You know, growing up, um, you know, probably uh, some of us older generation, you'd go outside and play. You know, come home from school, go ride your bike, go down to the park, baseball, football. Now what have we turned into? We're turning our kids into a bunch of vegetables, okay? They don't even go out in the sun anymore. They come right home from school, and they go right into the Xbox and the Playstations. And we say, oh, they're fine. At least I know where they're at. Folks, they're being indoctrinated. They're being taken over by demonic spirits.
there are kids that are committing suicide after playing some of these games. It's very dangerous, and we do that in the adult community, too. Um, you know, it, it just sucks your time. Well, it's a parasite. Anything that will take you away from a relationship with God, we need to really think twice about it. It's a time bandit. Uh, am I against technology? Absolutely not. I'm just saying we need to redeem our time. And I've noticed, Peter, a lot of people are taking uh, breaks from Facebook, for example. And going off and taking a sabbatical. Uh, a week ago, I just took one seven days off. It was a tremendous blessing. You know what made me uh, take time off of Facebook? I got a depression. God had given me a promise, and he told me, particularly today, you're going to be over there in that other country. And uh, I said, okay, I receive that, I believe it, but I didn't really believe it because I had no means. I, I was thinking, well, how am I going to do this? And I found uh, in my reasoning so many um, obstacles, so I didn't believe it. And I fell into, the de in, into a depression, and I had it for two days, and I was so sick of the depression. And I didn't even know where it came from. I didn't uh, relate it to that promise that I did not believe in. So I said, hey, this is strange. I've got to find out what this is. And before uh, this goes any further, I'm going to quit Facebook and spend time with the Lord. And uh, I wasn't online. I wasn't watching any, any things online for a whole week. And it took three days until I met a brother that lifted me up in the Lord. And he shared some testimonies. And suddenly, I got it. Sudden, and because this brother solved my uh, riddle that I had. But also, I had given this um, online habit and said, hey, I'm going to put away Facebook and on online uh, activities until I know what... Um, depressed me, what took me down, because we're not supposed to be that way. We should be joyful every day. So it took three days for me to come back and drop the depression, and I spent another four days, because I had made the promise to um, not to go back um, before seven days was over, and God blessed me more. Um, if I would tell you everything that happened last week, um, we'd need another two hours on this show. I prayed over uh, a brother of mine. Um, I received revelation. I mean, we're just having a great time here. But if I would have not seen this depression as an attack, and if I would have not um, seen this as a curse that I had put onto myself by something I must have done, the depression doesn't fall out of the sky or comes with a mail, like uh, an advertisement, you pick it up somewhere and it's going to do with what you did. So if, I, if you're not uh, following this spirit, the Holy Spirit that is speaking to you, I'm convinced even if you um, stumble, even if you cut your finger doing the potatoes, there is spiritual uh, reason behind that. I'm convinced about that. And I have a deal with the Lord. I was praying... Lord, whenever I bounce my head somewhere or uh, I hit myself with a hammer, that shall be a sign unto me that I was thinking something wrong. And it works. Every time I hurt myself. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, th I'm thinking, oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so that's wrong. Thank you, Jesus. And that's how we walk in the Spirit. We let the Spirit talk to, to us. And he will tell you, oh, watch out, left, right, okay, don't talk to that person. Okay, this guy over there, go to his school. This is how the Holy Spirit operates. 
Go ahead, well, Shane. depression is a uh, is a demonic spirit, folks, and uh, Peter's not the only one who got hit. It took me down, Peter, for two weeks. If you go back in the archive, there's a period of two weeks where I did no shows. And uh, that wasn't like me. You know, I started to ramp up, and it wasn't a, a lack of people to interview. Folks, we, there's so many people we bring on here. Uh, I don't have enough time in the day. In fact, I'm only limited to, to uh, two programs a day. So um, if I could do more, I probably would. Several times I've tried. <laughs> and it's said, oh, you've exceeded your number of shows for the day. But the point I'm trying to make is I got hit with a, a uh, demonic spirit. And uh, you know what? I just uh, was not on my game. I didn't realize it for what it was, uh, a spirit. I should have rebuked it in Jesus' name and uh, started to immerse myself in the Word or, or play the Word on tape. You know, if you just don't feel like reading, well, at minimum, folks, get the uh, Bible on CD. Just start playing it. Let it start radiating into the atmosphere. Believe me, those demons don't like to hear the Word of God. They will flee. And, you know, it says, resist the devil and he shall flee. Okay? Yeah. So uh, we need to uh, resist the devil when we have these uh, thoughts that uh, start to cloud our minds and we have a spirit of depression. Just rebuke it in Jesus' name. Okay? Take those foul thoughts into captivity. Start speaking the word of God. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. And you start speaking these words and the demons, <laughs> they're going to give up and go to an easier target. Okay? They'll go find easier prey. But I'll be honest with you, it just knocked me down flat for two weeks. I was getting ready to throw in the towel. And, uh, you know, uh, when I resurfaced, uh, I find out that another talk show host had thrown in the towel. He's gone. I won't mention his name. Some of you know who I'm talking about. And uh, while I haven't spoken to him personally, I just kind of discerned that uh, he was taken down with some depression. And he didn't recover, brother, brothers and sisters. We need to pray one for another and strengthen each other. Some are we are stronger than others. And Jesus said, Satan seeks to seek, sift you, Peter. And when you're converted, go and help your brethren. I mean, the point we're trying to make here in these shows is learn spiritual warfare, get set free, and then go out and help those that uh, are down. That's our responsibility. Pluck them out of the fire. And so, yeah, another host, he just made the announcement. My last show. Nuked it. Everything was pulled off the Internet. I have to believe that he was under a spiritual attack, folks. Okay, and, you know, some people are just more isolated than others. They don't have friends or family they can talk to. I mean, you know, it can get pretty lonely out there sometimes. But, uh, you know, that's what these shows are for. We hope to, you know, kind of build a little community. And it's more than just, a, you know, a time to come on and hear a, a sermon or, you know, uh, talk in a chat room and all this is good, but uh, understand that we're here to do some real ministry, too. And if you have a need, we're ready to pray. If you have a need tonight, uh, yeah, call 917-889-2745. If Peter is willing, uh, we'll go over time a little bit, Peter. Sure, we can do uh, how many hours do you have at one? Uh, let's see, three or four maybe more? Is that okay with you all guys? <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, if, you keep, if, you all, if you all keep calling in for prayers, that'll, that'll lift me up, praying for you. That's where, where my power comes from, praying for other people. So, you know, spiritual warfare is true. I mean, you know, Peter was getting hit. I was getting hit. One guy bit the dust that we know of. I know others that were being attacked. So, you know, spiritual warfare is real. Um, but you have to realize it for what it is. Take authority over it. In Jesus' name, rebuke these foul spirits. 
you know, if someone may come to you and you're having a perfectly great day, and then all of a sudden they said, you know, you hear about so-and-so, what they're doing, or I can't believe they did this to me, or, and just say, brother, I don't want to go there right now. But, but, uh, but they called me and they said this to me. If you're not careful, they'll turn on you. You have to realize that they're foul spirits. You know, people get engaged in runaway conversation. Just say, you know, if they keep pushing, say, I bind you in Jesus' name. Realize that some people are just uh, can't help themselves. The demonic spirits are so uh, manifested in their lives. They've got so many of them. I got a prayer request, uh, Shannon. I remember this popped up in my mind. There was a listener from last night, and she was actually contacting me. Uh, and she had a dream, and um, she says she needs prayer um, because of fear. What she's suffering from is uh, probably a spirit of fear. And um, I think we can come against that in prayer right now. Um, Absolutely. We we want to pray uh, for that. Go, and then we're going to pray for a person that is uh, contemplating suicide tonight. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, do you want to pray for Lori against the uh, spirit of fear? Absolutely. Take the floor. Uh... Okay, we're going to pray for Lori tonight. And uh, for any Christian believers out there, uh, you know, there, there's power in agreement. And when the body of Christ comes together, uh, so if you'll agree with us in prayer, we're going to pray for Lori. And, you know, the Word says God has not given us a, a spirit of fear, but a peace, love, and joy, and a sound mind. So fear is a spirit, uh, and it attacks many people. And so, uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, myself and Peter and the listeners out there are in agreement. We lift up Lori right now, and we know that in your Word, it says that you have not given us a spirit of fear. So right now, Father God... We're, we're praying on behalf of Lori, and we're taking authority over this demonic spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm speaking to the demonic spirit that has attacked Lori. You foul spirit of fear, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we command you to come out of her right now, loose her in the name of Jesus Christ, and go to Jesus right now to be judged before your time. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirit of fear. We bind the strong man and power demon in Lori. And any other demonic spirits that are inside, we command you to loose her right now. We bind you in Jesus' name. command you to come out in the name of Jesus Christ and go to Jesus to be judged before your time. We apply the blood of Jesus to Lori right now. We ask God that you would loose your spirits, peace and love and joy. Fill her with the, the Holy Spirit. Any vacancies that have just been created by those demons going, we ask God that you would fill them up with the Holy Spirit. We ask God for a hedge of protection around Lori. A wall of fire in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5, God. We ask that you to loose your warrior angels down right now for her protection. God, and give her peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray right now. Amen. Amen. Uh, Peter, I'm going to have you Both pray your, uh... for uh, another request that's come into the chat room. Uh, it says, uh, I have a friend contemplating death tonight. Would you pray? Uh, she needs help in prayer right now. So that's a spirit of suicide uh, that has probably come in on the hills of depression. And, folks, this is why depression is a dangerous thing. If you don't deal with it, it can, it can cause you to throw in the towel. It can cause uh, other spirits to come in suicide. Next thing you know, you've jumped off a roof like Marie Osmond's son did. He's gone right now in the grave. 
Peter, would you would you lift up this? Uh, we don't know her name, but um, the Lord knows all about it. Yeah, uh, to the poster, if you live close and contemplating death, uh, your friend, if you have uh, means to get there, if you know a brother or sister that lives close to her and can get there, do it, because if you, uh, that's what we're called to do. Uh, if you know of this need of the sister, you're called to uh, do what needs to be done. And prayer is good, but sometimes we actually need to... Um, Get on the phone or get in the car and get it done and do it. Sometimes prayer is, I'm not talking in this particular situation, but sometimes prayer is an excuse. You know, somebody asks me something and I say, well, I'll pray, I'll pray about it, you know. I'll keep you in prayer. And I wait and, <laughs> yeah. And uh, sometimes this need of the brother can be answered in a practical way. Oh, you're moving? Yeah, let me help you. I'll come on Saturday and help you. I'm not just praying. I'm actually helping you. <laughs> okay, let's pray against this uh, um, spirit of death. That is what uh, the suicidal attack is. It's the spirit of death. Father, um, you see this um, tormented spirit, um, this tormented sister here. Um and she's so helpless and um her name is Jill. She's so hurting that all right. Uh yeah, you see our sister Joe here. We believe that um you have other plans for her than to let her perish tonight or um at any other time. We believe that um you're gonna show and reveal yourself to her and let her see miraculous things in her life so that she, she can be a witness. She can, be, she can have a testimony of uh, how you change lives, how you come into um, people's desperation and send um, a witness to her uh, to um, testify to her the healing power, the love, the sweetness of your, of your um, presence, Father. And uh, I come against the spirit of death, Leaf, Joe, you got to go right now? Yes. Um, you're gone. In the name of Jesus, by the power of his blood, you leave the sister and take with you all your companion spirits. And, um, Joe, I speak life into and life and hope and, and um, comfort into, into your uh, room where you are right now that um, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to you right now, that you find um, comfort and that you uh, find a friend who will share his time with you and um, bless you with all the blessings that uh, the Lord has prepared for you for tonight, for tomorrow, um, the coming season. And you're free. You're free from death. You're free from guilt. You're uh, free from desperation. That is uh, lies from the devil, and is broken. Amen. You know, folks, uh, Jesus says that uh, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and says that uh, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. And there's no distance in prayer. And you can intercede on a, a brother or sister in need. And so, uh, yes, Father God, I'm in agreement right now with Peter. And the listeners out there, on behalf of Joe, 
And I'm not talking to Job, but I'm talking to the power demon in you right now. I bind you, you strong man. I command you to loose her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you, you foul spirit of depression, of suicide, of death and destruction. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to loose her right now. And go to Jesus to be judged before your time. All foul spirits in Joe, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Go to Jesus to be judged before your time. Peter and I, in agreement with the listeners out there, we ask God that you would loose warrior angels down right now around her for her protection. Fill her with your Holy Spirit. We apply the blood of Jesus to Joe right now. Fill her with your peace, love, and joy in Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I believe uh, she's going to be on your show and have a great testimony. I don't know when, but uh, that's just something I received. We've also got another, um, and we've also got another lead here, some more ammo. Um, and, you know, as God gives discernment, you go and target these demons. So I need to revisit this. And, again, once again, in the case of Joe, we're in agreement right now, and we bind the spirit of self-pity. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and command you to come out and loose her in the name of Jesus Christ. And I don't know if uh, Joe is uh, a believer, but in the case of any other demonic spirits that are inside, we command you to be caged up right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Go into a cage, you foul spirits. We apply the blood of Jesus to that cage, and I'm asking God that you would loose your war angels down right now on location right there, to read the scriptures to those demons 24 hours a day. And I'm asking God that you would drop the scales off of her eyes and put someone in her path that can lead her to your son, Lord Jesus, if she doesn't know him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Just, if you're listening uh, tonight, uh, uh, you can call in. Uh, and Peter, myself, will pray. The number is 917 889 Two seven four five, whatever your need is, Peter. I, I just a thought came into my mind. We were talking about all of these um, strange gods invading the church, and I'm sure there is people out there seeing this happening, or um, in their neighborhood, or a friend of them is invest is turning uh, himself over into these um, things like yoga and. Um, the, the picture that I saw is somebody knowing that he should um, approach his brother or his sister and tell him that this is dangerous and that there's a curse on this. But you're not doing it because you don't want to offend that person. You don't want to have um, her or his feelings hurt. And basically what that is, that is a, a lack of boldness or a spirit of intimidation or a spirit of, um, of fear. Basically, it all comes back to fear. And I want to come against and I want to pray that um, God give you boldness to speak the things that the book says and not to be tolerant and liberal, which is uncaring and unloving, because it says... For who knows the thing uh, to be good and does it not to him, it is sin. So if you know that it would be a good thing to um, talk to your sister and explain to her why she's in danger practicing those things, 
and you don't do it, then you are under sin. And uh, I pray, Father, that um, you reveal this truth to um, the listeners tonight and to anybody else listening to the show later, that um, boldness be imparted into their heart right now, that um, they'll break loose and break free from uh, being polite, but that they submit under the commandments of your scripture, of your holy scripture, Father, that um, good is good and evil is evil, and that we're not uh, mixed up in, um, in this world, that we're not conformed to this world. I pray this um, boldness come into my sisters and, and brothers listening to this, that um, they supernaturally receive this um, courage from you to not fear, but to um, speak the truth in love to their brothers and sisters concerning all these strange gods in their lives, that um, they bring this message of love, but also about Harry Potter and um, about rock music and about um, ego shooter games. And... um, I come against the spirit of politeness that is actually um, corrupting the church. I come against fear of confrontation, and I speak uh, boldness, the boldness of the prophets and the apostles of the New Testament. I speak those spirits into your life, and to all other spirits of um, spirit of silence and spirit of of fear and uh, spirits of um, deafness and spirit of um, willful ignorance. I come against you in the mighty power of Jesus' blood and uh, you are not allowed to touch any of um, my sisters and brethren. You are to leave this temple because it belongs to God. And um, we send you out of their lives, and um, you ask the Almighty, the Creator, the only King, where to go, you leave this sister and this brother right now, in the name of Jesus. Sister, you are covered under the blood, you are sustained by the Spirit, you are encouraged by the Word, we pray uh, in our prayers that you be given uh, boldness, uh, and you have it right now. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive boldness. Receive this um, voice in the wilderness called to prepare the way for the Lord. And uh, you're blessed. Receive it. Thank you, Father. Amen. Peter, we have a uh, call that has just come in. I'm going to bring them on the air. And if you need prayer... 917-889-2745. Okay, we're going to go to the lines. Uh, Caller, you're on the air with Peter Kulin from Sweden. Omega Man, how can we help you tonight? Um, Oh, um, Well, I want to uh, thank the Lord for the broadcast. Uh, I'm calling for a friend of my husband, a co-worker of my husband. His son uh, passed away today from cancer, and... um, I'd like to just mention the family and ask you guys if you'll pray for um, Burl Young is 
the man's name that my husband works with, and um, I don't know, I remember his wife's name, but... Uh, it was uh, the one of the children of Burl Young that uh, died of yes. cancer today? Yes, his, his son, yes. Okay. And um, they have been under a lot of stress prior to that because of the... Um, you know, during that time, it's very stressful. And uh, so, but anyway, it's still, but that's what I wanted to call for is a prayer, uh, to pray for them and uh, that whole family. I don't know how many children's involved and grandchildren, but I just know that uh, uh, him and his wife, they've gone through a lot. And so, But anyway, I appreciate it. And um, Peter, I received that prayer uh, that you finish praying too <laughs> so we'll bless you both Amen. And, and thank you so very much to God be the glory thank you yes Peter um, would you like to go ahead and lead in prayer for Burl Young and his family alright and leave us out there you can just um, agree with me and um we can join our faith together, yes. and this is how we how we um, move, and how we get um, the heaven down onto this earth. Uh, Father, I'm asking you to give comfort to this uh, family young that uh, we've been talking about here, and uh, it says you're the rock and you're the shield, and you are my salvation. And I ask you to be that for this family right now. And I, I'm also believing that you're going to use this tragedy for something good, Father, that um, through this lack and, and loss that they're experiencing uh, right now, that you make something good out of that, that you draw them close to you, that you uh, reveal yourself to them in this uh, painful time that you comfort their um, hurting souls and spirit and that you um, meet them and um, take care of them and um, that you pour out your love through the Holy Spirit in their lives and that you um, be their nurse to, in this coming uh, weeks that they're going to um, see that uh, their beloved child is gone and um, that you take care of their wounds and that you minister to them in all your sweetness and in all your love and mercy and humility that uh, you send brothers and sisters and uh, friends to this house to give comfort and to make your uh, glory be known even through um, the horrible thing that just happened in, 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 in the house of the family young father and we praise your name we praise your name over the the dead and the living in this house and uh, we thank you that you're close to the ones that are um, troubled that you are their comfort and their provider of um, of all what they need be it physical or spiritual and um I praise you for that. I've, I've seen it myself. I've felt it myself. And um, I know that you're there. You're in the valley of darkness. And you're in deep sorrow. 
and there is nothing that can um, depart us from your love, Father, and I praise you for that. Amen. Amen. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Peter Kuhlin on the line with us tonight from Sweden. And if you have a special prayer request, you need healing, deliverance, you would like to uh, stand in the gap for a loved one and have us pray, uh, the number tonight is area code 917-889-2745, and we'd be happy to take the call. Again, 917-889-2745. Shannon? Praise God. Um, Peter, I tell you, it's uh, it's a, it's an awesome thing to have uh, people to pray when you have a need. Uh, you know, there's there's so many people out there that um, are alone and have no one to pray, and uh, that's a tough time when you got to do it alone. So, thank God for the uh, the saints out there tonight. I've got a question, Shannon. Lay it on me. Uh, what is your prayer request? I want to pray for you. Wow. And I want to let, uh, join their faith together with mine and with yours, Shannon, what you believe in and what you um, want to see the Lord do for you in this season. Praise God. Um, I would say uh, foremost, um, I'm, I would ask that uh, you know, lift me up in prayer that uh, God will continue to open up the right doors. Uh, for this ministry, and um, close the wrong doors that he doesn't want me to step through. And I'm also praying for a restoration uh, of some of my family members. Um, when God called me to this ministry, he called me to step out, and I feel like I've been sent over on a short tour <laughs> to Korea. And uh, I have... Um, some family that I need reunited with me, so uh, I would uh, I would appreciate prayer in that area that God's will be done and uh, there'll be a, a family reunion very soon. All right, and while I'm praying, um, I see that there is at least six other people that didn't post any prayer requests. I can't believe that uh, you don't have any needs <laughs> in the chat room. So see uh, how good and strong the Lord is, then uh, ask for prayer. You know, Father, Peter, and, the, um, and Peter, uh, before you pray, you know, the, the word says where two or more are gathered together, agreeing on anything, it shall be done, and Jesus Christ is in the midst, and folks, the Lord is with us tonight. And uh, we've seen the mighty hand of God all week long. We had uh, a lady that uh, she had a trifocal vision problem. She took her glass off, and Jesus Christ healed her vision. We had another lady that was healed of crippling arthritis. Uh, another miracle involving uh, being unable to sleep on the side. Uh, we had a sinus infection in the hill. We had a, uh, a family that uh, was looking for a financial breakthrough. And I've um, just seen multiple miracles time after time where the saints of God get together and they agree in prayer. And what if we ask of our Father? Jesus said, it will be given to us. Um, so in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, there is power for healing, for deliverance, for financial breakthroughs. And uh, 
and I thank you for uh, being ready to pray for me now. And uh, if you have a prayer, uh, get in line. We're going to pray for you tonight. 917-889-2745. That's what it's all about, praying one for another. Go ahead, my brother. All right. Father, I bless my brother. I bless uh, Shannon Ray Davis with um, a special anointing that you have um, in store for him, that you uh, confirm his ways and um, walk all around him, and that you speak in his ear, and that you guide him to the left and to the right, and that he um, will know where his next step will be, that you guide him on the small and narrow road, that um, look to the left or look to the right, but that he will be um, supernaturally on target through your spirit. And um, I call discernment and wisdom um, from our Heavenly Father in your uh, life, Shannon. And um, I also know that... um, you're waiting for a special anointing from the Holy Spirit, and I pray for that, that you receive um, the gifts of the Spirit that um, God has, um, according to His grace, and according to the measure of His grace, prepared for you from for the beginning of the foundation of the earth, uh, especially for you, and... Um, also for your family members, um, I pray, Father, that Shannon will see his loved one on the right side, that um, he will see the blessings that you work in his life spread out out of um, his mouth and be manifest into the life that he's in touch with, that you uh, bring, um, what's the word, growth, to the seed that he throws into the into the ground into the into the souls of into the hearts of um, his friends and his family, that with his own eyes he will see um, that there's power in every word that um, we take out of your hand and that we hear that you say and we pass it on, Father. And that is where the glory is in your word. And it's not me and it's not uh, Shannon. It's what you are doing. But we praise you for using us. We, we praise you that you um, choose us to be your vessels, that, you, uh, that we can be containers for your glory, that we are called to be these lights and that we um, have authority uh, walking in you to um, change this world and make it your dominion again and uh, have victory over um, death and have victory over depression, have victory over confusion, and those victories I speak over, uh, I speak them out over my friend. Uh, Shannon, um, there's no confusion in your life, there's no depression, and um, there's no defeat in your life. You are uh, sanctified, you're set apart for the kingdom of God, and uh, you're free from uh, failure. In Jesus' name, Father, and... uh, All other spirits who lie differently, I bind you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I send you to hell or wherever God sends you. And um, you have no right in the life of my brother because um, you're not part of us and he's not part of you. And um, you're free, Shannon. Receive um, 
anointing, receive provision, receive joy, receive discernment, receive wisdom. And um, I want to see you grow, Father. I want to see you grow, my brother. And uh, I want to see you, Jesus, shine forth out of him. And um, I thank you for uh, being here tonight and doing this work for you. I love you. I love uh, working for you. And um, I'd ask you all believers to agree with me in this prayer for um, Shannon, that uh, he'll have uh, our prayers to be lifted up and um, that he'll receive strength according to his belief and our faith that we join with him to go on in this march. Because this is wartime, and um, he picked up um, the sword and... um, I praise you, Father, for we fellow worker in the vineyard, and um, we're not um, asked to pray for revival. We're asked to pray for workers in the gathering and workers in the harvest, and that's another prayer request. Father, I pray for more harvesters. I pray for more ministers. I pray for more workers that uh, lay down their worldly um, distractions and put aside all uh, toys and all hobbies. I pray for all um, warriors of these end times that they raise up and um, that they change their mind and that all that uh, turned from their calling and left you because of um, lies or because of discouragement or because of uh, tragedies that they... um, get a fresh breath out of your mouth, that they be revived by the Spirit and turn and run to you, Jesus, and follow their calling. And uh, I call out to to you, uh, listener. I call out to your spirit man. I call out life. I call out um, that you are established from heaven. I'm talking to your spirit man that you pick up the word that you have received from your Father in heaven, that you pick up that calling, that mantle, that office that he's given you. Amen. Amen. Now, Father? if you're tuning in, you're listening to the Mega Man Radio Network. This is a live show. We've got Peter Kuhlman on the line from Sweden and myself. You Mega Man, we're here to pray with you for whatever request you might have tonight. If you need deliverance, if you need healing, the lines are open, 917-889-2745. Uh, we have a prayer request in the chat room. Um, one of our brothers, Rando the Mando, Peter, is asking that, that uh, always evident. Amen. All right. Would you, would you lift up uh, Brother Rando? All right. Uh, Rando, um, I want to bring your attention to the definition of faith. All right? You know that famous scripture in Hebrews? What does it say? I'm faith not, is I'm the not, uh, evidence of things hoped for. The uh, Excuse me. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Yes. All right. So the evidence of God's grace... If, if you want us to pray for this, right? So we join our faith with you. But um, 
if you believe in this, then uh, that is the evidence. And you'll just have to be patient. And oftentimes we forget the blessings that we already received. Uh, recently I, I met a friend and um, we're sitting with some people together and sharing testimonies. And, and he asked me, well, do you got anything, to, do you got something to share, you know? How we like to share testimonies sometimes, testimonies of healing or of provision or of miracles. And I was sitting and I was thinking, man, right now, out of uh, out of the hip, uh, I don't know. And uh, later on, I was thinking, wow, I could have tell, told him this and that and this and that. And there were so many things that were not present. And I was thinking, well, why were they not present? Why didn't I have evidence for uh, God's grace? Because we forget. Father, I pray for uh, Randall that uh, you bring back into his memory the evidence that you let him taste the sweetness that you've already shown to him, the mercy and um, the love that you give him every day. And um, if there's anything between you and him um, that... Um, he needs to repent of, then um, I ask you to uh, grant him that repentance because you give repentance. It's not us that repent. You give it, Father. It's a gift from you. And um, you also give faith. I ask you um, on behalf of um, Randall that you give him this faith to do all these things that his heart desires. And I join my faith with his that he's going to see an abundance, an abundance of your grace. He's going to actually be, um, I don't know what the word is, he's actually going to cry out because he's going to see such an abundance of grace. I mean, he's going to be um, crying, literally. Tears of joy. Father, um, show him. Show him this grace. Um, surprise him with small and little and tiny and bigger and with all sorts of um, gifts that you give him, physical, spiritual, let people knock at his door and share him, his love with her, their love with him. And uh, be it unto you, Rando, as you have believed, and um, so be it. You'll see the grace, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, you're listening to a live program uh, with Peter from... Sweden and myself, we have our lines opened up, 917-889-2745 if you need prayer. Uh, Peter, there are some people listening right now that um, are involved in the occult. They're actually involved in uh, white witchcraft and channeling spirits, and uh, they don't know why they're listening to the program tonight. Uh, they think they have just stumbled across it. Well, actually, uh, listeners... God had an appointment with you tonight, and you're not listening to this by accident. We're going to be praying for you right now. So I'm asking Peter, you, and the other believers out there to uh, agree with me in prayer right now for some of those that have tuned in right now uh, that are bound up in witchcraft. We're going to pray for them for their deliverance, that they will come Amen. to know Jesus Christ. So, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you in agreement with the fellow believers out there and Peter. And we lift up to you, Father God, those that are involved in witchcraft tonight, in the channeling of spirits through seances, 
And right now, Father God, we ask that you unloose your warrior angels down right now around these individuals. To encircle them now in the name of Jesus Christ. And right now, I take authority over you foul spirits that came in through the witchcraft gateway. I'm talking to you that are in these members of the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you, you strong man, you power demons that came in through the witchcraft and occultic gateway. We command you to go into a cage right now. You are going to lose your power as of tonight. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I bind all foul spirits underneath the strong man's authority. We command you also to go into a cage. You have just been arrested in the name of Jesus Christ. Go into a cage right now. You foul spirits, the Lord rebuke you. Right now we apply the blood of Jesus to these people. I'm asking God that you unloose your ministering angels. Pull off the scales from their eyes, God, so they will see their need for you. Amen. And I'm asking God that you unloose your angels right now down on location. We apply the blood of Jesus to these caged demons. And we ask God that you would have your angels read to these demons 24 hours a day the word of God. We're going to let these demons ferment for a while. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, uh, folks, what we did here is we had some witches and warlocks that had tuned in. And, uh, you know, deliverance is the children's bread. So, you know, you don't go and cast a demon out of someone that uh, does not know Jesus Christ because what would just happen is they would go out, they'll go get seven more stronger and more wicked than themselves and come back in, and the end state of that person will be worse in the beginning. But what we do have authority as believers to do is cage those demons up, arrest them, put them into cages, boxes. I believe cage would probably be the more correct term, according to Dr. Pat Holliday. And um, they're out of commission. And uh, they're still remaining in the person, but they're not going to do the person any harm. And we're praying that uh, you know God will send his Holy Spirit of conviction. Because unless the Holy Spirit draws a man or a woman, they... They cannot come to the knowledge of Christ. The Holy Spirit has to convict them and draw them. And then it's their, their choice. Do they want to receive Christ or not? So um, we needed to take care of that situation right there. But again, uh, if you're tuning in tonight, it was because uh, this was an appointment with destiny. God steered you to tune into this program because he loves you. He knows that you've bought into a lie of Satan. And that's the whole point of the program tonight, folks. Demons love the new age. They come in through deception with the intent of destroying people. Push them to the point of suicide so that they jump off balconies, like Marie Osmond's son did, fell to his death. Peter, I had a chance to minister with a brother that uh, he was so beside himself, so depressed when the economy uh, collapsed this past year that uh, he was going to take his own life. And uh, he had actually come and... Um, the Lord had put him in the path of my brother who had ministered to him and gave him hope through Jesus Christ. And then we had a chance to pray with him, and uh, some demonic spirits that had come in were cast out. Uh, we got him over to Pat Holiday's church, and uh, he got set free. And, folks, uh, if you need deliverance, if you've got something, some compulsive disorder, something that you just cannot shake, and uh, you've tried your best to overcome it, uh, you're probably uh, being attacked by demonic spirit. And so Jesus came to set the captives free. 
And deliverance is available to you through the blood of Jesus Christ. And uh, oftentimes, uh, we just can't handle the situation ourselves. Although we have been called to do self-deliverance. I do it every day, Peter. Uh, sometimes you just need some extra help. And so thank God for some of the deliverance ministers out there, like Dr. Pat Holliday in Jacksonville, Florida. AmericanInternetChurch.com is her website. Or Pastors John Gogan or Michael Thierer up in upstate uh, New York uh, with Agape Fellowship and Mike Thierer of Hegowich, Highland, Indiana, and uh, Steve Bell in Texas and uh, other ministries out there. And if you can't make your way, get your friends uh, to this show and have them call, and we will have prayer because there's no distance or limitations uh, with prayer. Uh, can you cast the demon out over the phone? Absolutely. Pat Holiday, Norman Parrish, uh, Gene Moody, Stan Madrick and his wife, they do it all the time. Uh, incidentally, demonbusters.com, a lot of great deliverance material available online. The, folk, the, the, the point of the fact here I'm trying to make, Peter, is that Jesus said that uh, signs that shall follow them that believe is they will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new tongues. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Folks, you don't have to go to a seminary school to have that authority vested into you. You've got it from the point of time you become a believer. We just need to exercise it. Senator. Go ahead, Senator. my brother. Uh, can a Christian uh, have demons? A believer? Can a, can a Christian have cancer? Demons? Absolutely. Can a Christian have cancer? Absolutely. Uh, the, the Bible... <laughs> Uh, the, the Bible is very clear. Um, deliverance is the children's bread. Okay? And uh, the, the point I was trying to make here is you don't cast demons out of an unbeliever unless you want them to go and bring seven more more wicked than themselves. But any believer, when you get deliverance, you can stay set free by the power of Jesus Christ. And um, absolutely they can. Paul had a thorn in his flesh the messenger of Satan that was sent to buffet him. Derek Prince, one of the most uh, well-respected ministers of all time. You can see his interview up on YouTube. He had a demon that came in through, his, through anger that he had against his daughter and unforgiveness. And, you know, uh, normally the, the number one gateways, Peter, that demons come in to Christians and non-believers is through bitterness and unforgiveness. If you have bitterness and unforgiveness, folks, uh, and you hang on to it, what does Jesus say, Peter? He says, you know, in the, in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. The Word says, if you have, if you have uh, a gift and you want to come and lay it upon the altar and you have ought against your brother, what do you got to do? You got to go and, you know, forgive them. Jesus said, forgive seven times seventy a day. Jesus says, if you do not forgive, your Father in heaven will not forgive you. So that's a requirement, folks, to be forgiven. You must forgive. And when you forgive, you release yourself from a curse, and you can receive forgiveness. And demons of bitterness and unforgiveness uh, don't have any hold on you anymore. They can be cast out in the name of Jesus Christ. Peter? Um, I just had a thought, and now I dropped it. Where did it go? <laughs> and you know, folks, uh, unforgiveness and bitterness, those are uh, oh, yeah, very common out there. Yeah. Um, 
they open the gateway, Peter, for cancer and arthritis in many cases. And I'm not saying, folks, if you have if someone has cancer, uh, it, it was caused by demon spirit. But I'm saying in many cases it is. And if you'll forgive and repent, then those infirmities that were brought into the demonic spirits have to go in the name of Jesus Christ when you cast them out. And that's happened time after time. Yeah, that's how the spirit works. I forgot what I was uh, want to mention, and you bring it up. Exactly, the the spirit of unforgiveness, that's a strong curse. I mean, right there, um, that is actually how you are cutting yourself off from the forgiveness that you have received from the Father. Because um, if you go to Matthew 6, how uh, Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray, that's what it says, that uh, if you don't forgive your debtors, the Father will also not forgive you. So if you want to live in continual forgiveness, I'm not saying that, uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong here, I'm not saying um, forgiveness for your future sins or for your, I'm not, I'm not talking about that, but actually hold on to your salvation, that's what I was pointing out, then you need to forgive. If there's bitterness in your heart, it's poison and it's going to kill you going to give you uh, cancer or arthritis or um, you're just going to be miserable and you're going to lose your salvation. And I know it's hard to forgive. Um, I have in my own life experienced um, a lot of pain. Some people, uh, some people have uh, done things to me uh, that are not nice to talk about, right? But um, there's nothing that you cannot forgive because it's not us. Actually, God will change your heart if you would just speak it out. And that's what happened to me when I, um, when the Lord picked me up out of uh, my misery. He gave me five words. And the first one was forgiveness. So uh, that was a message for me. He actually made me sit down and write down those five words. And uh, the message was for me to forgive and to know that I'm forgiven, but also to forgive. So what I did for, for uh, completely for six years, I'm sorry, not for six years, for six weeks, I would kneel down in the morning and I forgive everybody that popped up in my mind that had hurt me. And the more I prayed, the more people came back into my memory, people that I totally forgot their names or that, I, that they even did anything to me. And that went on for six weeks. And uh, when I started this, I didn't feel any forgiveness. I didn't feel love to those people. Uh, and I had prayed for people, and they kept coming, coming back in my prayers, and I still felt that I had to forgive them. So it was, I wasn't done forgiving. But that faithfulness that I showed towards uh, the Word of God, that He was calling me to forgive, and I did. Not from my heart, because... The only thing I could do was speak it out. I mean, if somebody raped your uh, child, how can you forgive from your heart? That's going to be hard. But you can speak it and say, God, you're calling me to forgive. I forgive this person. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Uh, actually, I don't have any of those uh, forgiving feelings for this person, but your word says it, and I'm doing it. If you uh, do this, no matter with uh, which person that you hate, that you forgive them, just speak it out loud in your prayers towards God, who sees and hears everything, He's going to change your heart, and He's going to take that bitterness out of your memory even.
you're going to um, feel an exchange inside of yourself for that person. And also, you're going to be reconnected uh, to the love of God that is poured out in your heart through the Holy Spirit because bitterness cuts it off. That is how you uh, actually you're cutting yourself off from the love of God. So if you would just um, speak it out right now and pray and say it out loud. And uh, if there's anything uh, coming up in your mind, just say it out and say I forgive for doing that. And if you want to complain about what they did, then complain about God, but also uh, forgive Him. And you're going to um, feel a refreshment, and you're gonna, it's going to be a burden falling off of you. I've experienced it. That's right, folks. Um, the, the person that has hurt you uh, has already done enough damage to you. Uh, don't continue to carry that weight around. Uh, remember, the word says, vengeance is mindset, the Lord, I shall repay. Believe me, God will get uh, the person that has hurt you if they don't forgive. But, um, you know, um, when we say, you know, I, but but this person just hurt me so bad, I just hope they die. Do you really hope they die and spend an eternity in hell? Folks, there's no getting out of that. And uh, there's a, a day coming where God will wipe away all pain. And... Um, if God loves you and I so much that he forgave you and I for what we've done, shouldn't we uh, ought to forgive others? And again, uh, bitterness, unforgiveness, uh, these are more than emotions. These are actual names of demonic spirits that come in. And what they will do is they'll literally eat you alive. And you'll have cancer and crippling arthritis in many cases. And uh, you know, a prerequisite for healing many times is you've got to repent of the sin. That has brought it on. You know, there's a word that says if if any of you be sick, go to the elders of the church and they'll pray and they'll anoint you with oil. And the prayer of the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And if you have any sins, it shall it shall be forgiven of you. And uh, I remember a story of Dr. Jonathan Hansen saying uh, he had a, uh, a revival he was doing and people coming up in a line to be prayed for. And a lady came up and he said, uh, "Sister, what is your need tonight?" And she says, "You know, I have so and so physical infirmity." And uh, he said the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said uh, she has that because of some unrepentant sin. And so he said, Sister, uh, the Lord has showed me that uh, you have somebody you need to forgive. And uh, she uh, she said, you know, that's that's true. That's the honest to gospel truth. And and uh, she was willing to repent and forgive. And uh, then he prayed she was healed. So that's oftentimes uh, a stumbling block to uh, the healing that you're seeking if you have a physical infirmity. And so, again, bitterness, unforgiveness, uh, you don't want those hanging around, you know. Uh, you want to forgive. If some of you are listening tonight and uh, when Peter was preaching about uh, gateways of the new age, you know, entrance points for demons to come in and demonize people because they played around with yoga, maybe the martial arts, they've uh, read their horoscopes, they've went to a fortune teller, they've done seances, they played with tarot cards, um, and on and on the list goes, different gateways that demons can come in. And you say, well, yeah, I, I have done that, and uh, I'm being affected and afflicted, and uh, I know there's something wrong. I can't sleep at night. Uh, I'm being attacked at 3 a.m. in the morning. I feel something jumping on my chest. Uh, I'm being molested in my dreams. Uh, nothing's going right. You're probably demonized, folks. But here's the good news tonight. If you're a believer, 
Jesus has came to set the captives free. And so the way you get set free is to uh, go to the Father and it'd be something as simple as, Father God, forgive me for opening the gateway to the occult, for, for opening uh, New Age gateways through yoga. Forgive me for uh, playing with the Ouija board. Um, forgive me for reading my horoscope. Um, forgive me for fornication. Forgive me for smoking marijuana. Um, I repent. I'm sorry that I did it. And I ask uh, in Jesus' name for forgiveness. And then what you do, folks, is uh, once you've, you truly repented, you ask the Lord to forgive you in Jesus' name, you can take authority over it. And you say, any demonic spirits that came in through yoga, I bind you in Jesus' name. I command you to leave me now in the name of Jesus Christ. Return no more. Or any demonic spirits that came in through um, through martial arts, I bind you in you Chinese spirits of witchcraft. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord rebuke you. You take authority over them as a believer, and you command these spirits to go in the name of Jesus Christ. And they must obey. And they must go. And, um, you know, if there's some things afflicting you and you just don't know how they came through, uh, ask God to reveal the um, areas of sin in your life. Like David would pray, Father God, shine a spotlight. Shine a light on my life and show me the areas of sin in my life that I have not yet repented of. And then as God brings them to your memory, as he brings the name of a person who has hurt you in the past that maybe uh, you had forgotten about and you realize, yeah, I, I am still harboring some unforgiveness against them. Then you deal with it. God is good and faithful to uh, to help you if you go to him with you know, an earnest desire to get set free. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can know him tonight also. Uh, Peter, what would you say to a person out there that is listening and they say, you know what, I have tried the other side. I've seen my friends die. Uh, at a young age, they were involved in the occult. Uh, it's not all that it was cracked up to be, and I want out. What would you tell them they can do? Well, if you have the um, the wish to come out, that is actually uh, already given to you by God, because no one can come to the Father. Uh, he draws you, right? So if you have... If you can feel this, um, uh, what's the word for that? Um, Conviction, this uh, desire, pricking of your uh, heart. If you feel the, yeah, if you feel the desire to uh, meet the real God, that is actually uh, already a gift of God. And, and he is doing it for you. There's actually nothing that you have to do. You just receive it. Uh, when Peter was preaching um, in Jerusalem, his first message, uh, and it pierced their heart when they heard him speak, and um, they asked him, okay, brother, we believe what you say, so what, what are we supposed to do? And he said, repent. And that actually means turn, or turn around, or change your mind. Think differently. So if you want to um, do this, and turn away from your idols, because you're just sick of being sick, and you, you're... Um, You've had enough of being hurt and being a play ball of the demons, and you want to experience true love. Well, you can call out. You don't need uh, a pastor or or a church. You don't have. You don't even need a Bible. If you 
if you're alone in your room and you call out to the living God, to Jesus Christ, call out, call out, pray. He's there. He knows all your thoughts, all your um, most intimate feelings. He knows your thoughts before you think them. There's nothing that can be hidden from God. He's made you for a purpose. He's put you um, on this planet. And um, he's already prepared for you um, a life that he wants you to um, inherit. And the, the fact that you feel this um, desire to get to know him, that's already evidence that he's calling you. Because um, if, if you wouldn't have that, um, there, there wouldn't be any uh, conviction. All this repentance and, and um, the grace, that's all gifts. There's nothing that, that, that we need to do from our side. That's all works, um, fellow. If you think you, you, you need to uh, quit smoking or be a better person before you can meet God, that's not true. That's not what the Bible says. The only thing you need to do is to believe what the Gospel says, what the New Testament says. Just read it. Read what it says, and after that sentence that you read, you said, okay, I believe it. If you find something that contradicts what you think, you, you just stumble across something where it says, uh, well, anything that goes against your um, understanding, just repent from your understanding. Repent from uh, what you thought to be true, because if you read it, and it says it to be so, then the Bible must be true. So that's what we do. It's a everyday process, and every day. And um, let's pray for you uh, out there, listener, that if you um, feel this, um, and there's another verse that just popped into my mind. It says, a man can receive nothing other than it has been given to him by God. So uh, the kingdom of God you can already receive that from God. If it's not given to you, then um, there's no way for you to get there. And I just believe with you that you're called to receive this inheritance and to be um, my brother and to be uh, a son of God and a son to Jesus Christ, uh, a brother to Jesus Christ. And I pray for um, all of you who don't know Jesus personally, Father, that um, you reveal yourself to them, and Jesus Christ, that you um, come into their lives and that make yourselves known to them um, through whatever means is necessary for them to uh, receive you, be it dreams or visions or um, supernatural encounters or um, confirmations to families, to friends. You can send a believer. You can... Um, you can um, make it happen and um, convince them that uh, you are alive, that you are real, that you do uh, reign in sovereignty and uh, that there's nothing that um, is stronger than you. And um, to you listeners, if you need uh, proof that God is stronger than anybody else, ask him to do something for you. Ask him to free you from this addiction that you're battling with. Set your hope... Uh, on Jesus Christ, the biggest burden that you're carrying around right now, ask him to lift it up of you right now. Call out. Ask him for help. He's going to do it. He loves you, and he doesn't want to see you suffer, and he wants to take that away, that addiction. He wants to take it away. 
Give it to him. You don't need it. Father, show your um, strength, your mercy. Show it to them right now. Amen. Amen. Uh, folks, uh, you know, Jesus is at the door knocking. All you have to do is just open the door, and he and the Father will come in and sup with you. And um, if the Lord is drawing you right now, and you don't know him, just simply uh, you can get down on your knees in the privacy of your own room. Wherever you're at right now, just repent and say, God, forgive me. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I want a relationship with you. Be my Savior. And uh, he will do exactly that, folks. And then get into the Word. And uh, he will start to teach you. And then get into a fellowship uh, where you can be with some of the other brethren out there. Brothers and sisters in the Lord. And um, God will teach you. And I want to thank everyone out there tonight for tuning in. Um, You've been listening to uh, Mega Man Radio Network, Peter Kulin from Sweden. Myself, the Omega Man, as they call me. <laughs> and tomorrow night, we're going to be back in for our um, three of three shows with Peter Kulin. We're going to be talking about Planet X 2012. You don't want to miss that show. We're going to have uh, William Lau on uh, Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, doing part two of the Elijah Challenge training. Uh, I'll have uh, special guest Al Cuppet. On Friday, and evangelist Broderick Adams sharing his testimony, how he was pulled out of the clutches of death and given a second chance. Uh, we're going to have uh, Steve Bell on uh, from Key Ministries on Saturday night. Joseph White, a.k.a. Zoe Mortal, will be on this week. And uh, I've got a special announcement. I've been invited to be on the Steve Quell Show, and that will be Thursday night. Uh, the doors open up to... Uh, talk on the issue of deliverance to a whole network of people. Steve uh, Quill, as many of you know him, he's a famous author, uh, frequent guest on Coast to Coast with Art Bell, George Norrie. So praise God for opening that door. I'll be putting the actual showtime up on the website. I think it'll be 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'm going to verify tomorrow. And uh, Peter, just uh, God bless you. It was a great program tonight. I thank you for coming on and sharing, you know, a, a word of the Lord tonight. And for staying up so late with us. It's uh, 5 a.m. In, in Sweden, man. Time to eat breakfast. That's right. Some waffles and blueberries. Whatever you'll eat over there, man. I'm sure it's Maybe. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, God bless you. Uh, get some rest, my brother. And, and uh, until uh, tomorrow, Peter. Again, it was a pleasure and honor to have you on, and may the Lord richly bless you for coming on tonight. Thank you, brother. It's an honor to um, share what the Lord does in my life and uh, bring us just, um, it's, it's, it's giving me strength to pray for other people. It never tires me. And uh, thank you for having me, and uh, I'll, we'll do it again tomorrow. God bless you, Peter. Brother, and uh, to the listeners, be blessed in Jesus Christ and um, believe and, and put your trust on him and repent from uh, witchcraft and uh, all that new age garbage. You don't need it. You need the Lord. Okay, take care. Amen. And, folks, that's uh, that's the truth. While there's spirit in your body, there's still an opportunity. Where, you know, where there's breath, there's hope, my father used to say. Um, today is a day to choose whom you're going to serve. Are you going to uh, choose a God that can give you eternal life after you leave the body? 
in this earth, or are you going to uh, settle for second best and uh, life in a lake of fire when your spirit leaves this body? And most of us don't have more than 70 years, folks. So it's just a, a short time down here. Is it really worth it? Um, sin is fun for only a season. So, you know, choose life. And, and uh, that would be my word in closing tonight. Choose Jesus Christ. So I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, we did a three-hour program. If you did not get to uh, join in with us from the beginning, this show will be in the archives in a few moments. Uh, you can also go to iTunes, and you can download the program, go right into your uh, iPod, and uh, take it on the road with you. Uh, we're going to have some great guests this week. And so, uh, again, until tomorrow, uh, may the Lord richly bless you out there. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Oh.